0: To the No So Podcast, your weekly home for all things wrestling. This week we get to talk about all of the wrestling shows that we just watched this past weekend. AEW's Double nothing. Some of us may have had to watch Night of Champions. Uh, yeah. And, uh, we're going to catch up on that pow. We have issue pro wrestling. We have issue show since we got to able to watch it. So let's get into this week. I'm your host, Joseph. Les. I'm also here with the Enforcer, the human wrestling database, Corey Mack.
1: Hey, if it, if it helps, I'm currently watching NXT battleground with no sound on, which actually improves it.
0: I honestly thought about doing that myself, to be honest, I just hear there might be one good match in that card. Um, you don't have to hear the insufferable Booker T. Ah, you're missing out, though, you know?
1: But on top of that, no, I'm like on the third match, and i got to be honest with you. The the paper or the PLEs for NXT aren't terrible because they only put the people who can actually work on the PLEs. Okay.
0: Speaking of a PLE, the marquee of no Cell entertainment, Mike Boobel. Does that mean I'm powerlifting equipment? Yes, you are.
2: Can I be forklift? You could be. Name? Hell yeah. yeah. This is
0: Hell forklift. Yeah. The, so you can be part of the Hammer Brothers. Or you can just be the forklift.
1: No, 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 no. I no 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 the he is just oh, just forklift.
3: that's my first name Fork. My last name is Lift.
1: Yes. I'm for this, or that's just your first name, and you're like Forklift Jones or something like that.
3: <laughs> like, but in my gimmick, do I have to carry out the Hammer Brothers?
2: <laughs> yes, I mean, yeah, and, one on each arm. Uh, well,
0: shit. Yeah. start lifting, brother. <laughs> yeah. Don't mind me. I'm gonna take
3: all of these steroids. Hey, okay, man, you? it's fine.
1: Superstar Graham would be proud, brother.
0: Let's talk about Power Pro Wrestling's. We have issues. We got to. We were able to watch it. We were. We had our own issues. We weren't able to make it to the show, but we are able to watch it. So, uh, thank you for that, for the footage, for us to watch. But, so let's get into it, shall we? We got. We got the pre-show match. I believe it was Joey Thornton.
1: I believe so. Yeah.
0: Okay. Versus Frankie Dove.
1: And I, like I said, man, I love that green onion. thing <laughs> Uh, kind of gets me in the groove, buddy. Yeah.
0: Um, I see the I see the persona that Joey Thornton's going with the all around, you know, best wrestler. Got to yeah. be more. Got to be more smug. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah. I like. It's like the long line. Uh, he's going for. Uh, is he? Is he the long lost Creed brother from NXT? Is he Chad Gable's offspring? Is here a result of the one-night stand with Kurt Angle and Khan? What's going on? But, <laughs> oh my God. but yeah, no, I like it. I like uh, that gimmick isn't currently in this scene, so yeah.
0: get yeah, good. Yeah, get it over. Um, Frankie wins that, which the producer was pretty surprised by that.
1: Uh, Well, he's got at least one match more experience in this company than the other guy does, since he was on yes. last one. Well, so, yep. you know, you the, the experienced vet got the win.
0: Yeah. Uh, so let's get our the main card. The fr- I would totally oh, hold on. Do that. Oh, 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 hang on. Oh, hold yep, on. I forgot. I forgot. My You're bad. You're, you're you're forgetting.
3: Uh, oh yes. Some, some news that happened, and then another 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 uh segment.
1: Yeah, get on with it.
0: The the tea party. Yeah. Like, I I know. It's an important tea party. It is, as it, it was Mr. Ulala and Kikio, as basically Kikio challenging you know, saying she's the the gatekeeper of the Pacific Northwest, but there might be someone out there saying that they are, and maybe if that person did their taxes right, they would have been banned for five years.
4: Ooh.
0: That so popped you,
1: me. She was spilling the tea. Yes, she was. On the tea party. I see, what she, see what Yes, I
0: she think. was. As Kikyo challenges one Nicole Matthews to a match. Yes, please. Which we're getting. Uh, at... Yeah, I'm all for that. Which we're getting at the next PAL show, Let It Rain. So that's exciting. That's, we're all for that. You know, big Nicole Matthews marks over here, right? And Kikyo. And Kikio, yep.
3: Yeah, I thought Kikio did really good in this spot. Uh, she uh, talks some shit about Amira, who unfortunately came make she was sick, which played into the night later. Um, and then, yeah, and then uh, and hearing Nicole name Nicole Matthews' name mentioned again in the Pacific Northwest is fucking great. Made me happy. Mm-hmm. It's so frustrating too that. Whatever the real reason, whatever it is. Like so just if we're going with the tax thing, that's fine. But she got banned for five years, but the current president at that time hasn't paid taxes in like thirty fucking years. But so is somehow
1: she, that's okay. But does she come from a rich family?
2: Who's not to <sighs>
1: probably not.
2: Probably not.
0: Bullshit. It's-
1: they're one of the worst people on the face of the earth. When he was
0: alive, because <laughs> his was. Um, yeah. Let's get into the main card, shall we, guys? As it's, is it
1: was it the real Sonico? Are you asking that seriously? Because I thought that while I was watching, I'm like, "That's the real one."
0: <laughs> no, that's the real one. It was the real one. Sonico taking on Chris Brady. I yeah, think that's a, Sonico I think that's
1: Sonico 8 Sonico. I was like, uh, this looks kinda like Sonico, but I'm I'm not sure. But yeah, I know it's, it's changed a
0: little bit. Oh it was a it was a fun match. Um
1: yeah. I give Sonico a shit, but he's good.
0: Yeah, he is. Good back and forth between the two. Um pretty yeah. surprised. Go ahead. The red overalls
2: completely threw me off. Oh, yeah. The- completely threw me off. I was uh, pretty
0: surprised by the double count out here.
2: Well,
1: I don't know if I was su- Yeah, I guess I was kind of surprised. We usually get finishes. But maybe it's an excuse to bring it back in another month or or in two, which I'd be for. Uh, I like this match. I thought. Plus, Sonico is a vet of the area. Working with him more than once can only help Chris, who's already fucking awesome. So yeah, anything to <laughs> maybe get a rematch.
3: And uh I mean, you gotta get that match in when you can, since uh, old Chris Brady isn't gonna be here. I don't think too much longer.
1: <laughs> He's working that indie base like he should. He's doing good. I,
0: I, I have a feeling they might run it back with the idea that uh Sonico threatens Brady with a weapon after the match and then they brawl to the back. So hopefully that means it's going to be a uh another match down the line.
1: You know? Speaking of uh speaking of somebody not being somewhere much longer, this this is ridiculous. Watching Dijack in NXT is like watching a high school senior play volleyball with first graders. <laughs>
0: I hear, hey, I hear that's the match of the night for that, for that show. Oh,
1: shocker. <laughs> Dijack and Ilya Dragunov. You're telling me that's the match of the night. I'd be shocked.
0: Right. Um, Our next match is part of the tag team tournament as the second round as center and state t- taking on the Hammer Brothers. Uh, I don't know. You know, I had one of my buddies uh, that used to wrestle was at the show, and he was talking about the. Watching and he thought he maybe thought maybe Sledge might have been hurt because he did a few moves here and there,
1: but which one Sledge again? I can, I get them mixed like up. Big one. Big one. Okay. Okay. Sledge and Jack. All right. Yeah, I knew the one. It's kind of like the Rougeau brothers when I was younger. I knew the names, but goddamn, I I could never remember which one was which. All right. So Sledge is the big boy. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I noticed. Most of their matches seem to be most, uh, most of the time it's Jack and then tag into the big fella for the high spots and then go back to Jack. Yeah. It's kind of, it's, it's the Owen Yoko thing because of the size. It makes sense.
0: Yeah, yeah. But and it's just when he was telling me about the he, – he thoroughly enjoyed the show, and he was just like, it just felt like Sledge was hurt because he did, you know. But this is his maybe third time watching the yeah. Hammer Brothers type match. But it's like he's like, yeah, big guy did like four moves and then tagged out, came back in, did one or two moves, did the finisher. That's it.
1: It's too bad that these two teams went to war just for the right to come in second place. But we'll talk about that. Later.
0: Yes, that's, that, that's that's right, brother. Um, ha- Hammer Brothers win again. Center and Saint are impressive. I want more of them.
1: Yeah, they're a good team. I like them uh i'll
0: agree
1: it was what it was
3: i don't i'm not into center and saint they don't do See, it for I'm me not, at all
1: i'm not into the hammer brothers their, their stick I, I. it was awesome the first time and now i'm just like whatever it is what it well, they also us.
3: they also didn't do their normal spiel
0: yeah they did the which was, which was weird I, yeah, it was a different shtick at the beginning, but I'm okay, I am was okay with it. But, you know, I just want more Sinner's Saint. That You know, we I'll, we, I'll we almost this. got Tope Suicido by one of them when we went to Defy. Oh, yeah. But another, you know, again, gave me all the Sinner's Saint. Our next match, Charlie Lavelle taking on his former mentor, Drexel. Charlie with a new look, though no face paint.
1: Yeah, I like that. You know, differentiate yourself from the past mm-hmm. <coughs> when you switch up the gimmick. Well, not really switch up the gimmick, just turning on your fan so. Yeah. You got a new coat of paint anyway.
0: I think I think it was a good outing by Charlie. Take
2: this
1: I'm, match. I'm by it. Um, Yeah.
2: Drexel's just... He's good. You
1: have you know the vet who just knows... What he's doing, it just adds. Working oh, yeah. with guys like that, that can only help Avel. Who's gonna be? I think pretty fair by the time he gets his feet completely under him, from my point of view. Just a lowly smart who knows nothing really. But... <laughs> um,
0: Drexel with uh, with the roll up as Charlie goes for the you know the chair shot, but cheating. Um, after the match, Charlie attacks Drexel. With the chair until Funny Bone comes out to make the save.
2: Yep. And
3: again, does it right. No music.
1: World. Yeah, exactly. God damn it! I... Oh, my biggest pet peeve, <laughs> except for that triple threat finish in WWE, is <laughs> cue up the music and video for the surprise run in.
0: It's like um. We'll get to it with AEW about how when they make the line of like uh this matching any anytime, any place, and then everybody looks straight at the Titan Tron, like all right, who's coming out, you know? Like we don't we don't need the Tron, we don't need the music. How, if you go back and watch any of the old wrestling, the big pops are no music.
1: Well, I'll disagree with that one, but we'll get to that later.
0: Let's go to our next match as it's Chase James versus Jaden, a mask on a pole match.
1: This is the match where Chase James got injured. He talks about it on social media. He doesn't name the match, but it sure looks like he was hurt.
0: Oh, I didn't know about
1: that. Yeah, he had to miss bookings this weekend because it was knee. I believe it was his knee. I read it mm-hmm. on social media.
4: Mm-hmm
1: us from a match over the weekend, and I was thinking that fits this one. I hope not. But it was uh, a good match, but it looked like he was hurt a little bit, but maybe I'm wrong. And I must apologize to uh to uh to a buddy of mine who messaged me after listening to our preview of this show and said, Russo, really? Wow! Oh. <laughs> uh, this one actually, this worked. <laughs> <With> the- <laughs> Ow! Took
3: some, took some direct shots, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, this is the match I was looking forward to most, uh, because I really, really like Chase James a lot. He's good. Uh, good ass. Like goal.
1: he's.
3: He's real good. He is a fucking great heel. Um and Jaden, man, I have a I have a theory about Jaden we'll get to later in the show. Um but I'm such a fan of Jaden.
0: Oh yeah. I I I honestly thought I was when Chase James was coming out, I'm like, "All right, what's his injury going to be this week?" You know, like, "What's the What's what what is it going to be?" But no, this was a, another uh, this was a great match. You know, these two these two guys working together these past, like, three shows have been great.
1: Oh, yeah. It started at the beginning of the year. That, you know, who knows if it culminates here. We'll see. But uh, I liked it.
0: I liked them using the barbed wire crutch, the chair, you know, the will he, won't he for Jaden. You know, he's a superhero. He's a good guy. Will he use the weapons? Chase James not caring. To not use the weapons. Um I always, then using the light
1: from the World Pies. Yeah. I always go off of uh Bobby Heenan and WrestleMania eight and I just go, what the hell use the bell? You know, if you're gonna cheat, do
3: it. Just do it. At first, uh when I saw Jaden hitting him with the crutch, I didn't notice the barbed wire at first. So I was like, what is this? Hulk Hogan-ass weak chair shot you're doing here. What is this?
1: I thought that, too. I didn't see it until after. Then I'm like, oh, I get it. All right. You had barbed wire on it. Okay.
3: And then I was yeah. like, oh, okay. And then, then I saw him raking the back. And I was like, oh, oh, okay, I get it. Never mind. It's a good spot.
1: This I makes had, sense now. I had <laughs> immediate images of F-U-N-B Hogan hitting Conan with the weakest chair shot known to the man. What? Uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's one of the deadliest shots of all time. And
1: you, you know. yep. Oh, my God. Hey, you forgot between the first and second match there was a promo, bro.
4: Oh, did I? Oh,
0: so I have the notes you on my stupid. phone. Stupid. Oh, yeah. Big Ugly doing it's his uh, promo. It's... Yeah, I forgot it on my notes. But Jayla. You know who would...
2: wouldn't have forgotten those notes? Jeff Mack.
0: Who? Oh, <sighs> you, you son of a bee uh jaden wins he gets his keeps his mask and he gets the uh keep to be known as unbelievable
1: or what is that? I don't know he's real, so I believe that he's there
0: that's true, but the catchphrase oh yeah, that was on the because that was gonna be chase James's uh new saying
1: if I was chase James, who's a dastardly no good heel, I would just call myself the unbelievable chase James anyway. <laughs> I'm a heel. The I like forget about it. The
3: more believable Chase James.
1: Yeah.
0: More believable.
1: <laughs> Slightly more believable Chase James.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, unbelievable. I'm dead on with them. But boom. All right. Um, shall we move on to our next match? And it's the second round tag team tournament match. The Blanchards. Hell taking yeah. on, taking on Flaming Aces.
1: A good match again. I like Flaming Aces a lot. I like them because they're a young tag team. But come on, you're you're taking on the the, the Blanchards. Taking on the purveyors of Blanchard Country. This was I never. Got gonna, it. Oh.
0: it wasn't. I gotta say, this was like their longest match that we've seen them wrestle. The Blanchards.
1: Yeah, in a while. Yeah, at least. Yeah, it's. But I enjoyed it a lot.
0: Yeah, I it... did, too.
1: I think for
0: me. The the match was great. I think the the one slight edge was, I think, because Drake Quan does the run in because yeah. Jonah comes out and he's the manager. Cause he's, you know, has the history of the Flamin Aces. But Drake Quan comes out and I just felt like it was just a little early. Because he does the run in and does the drop kick, and then he hides, and the match goes on for another like uh, felt felt like five more more five more minutes, but it just felt like to me it just felt like he ran a little, smidge out early, but
1: it might have been yeah I could see where you're where you're coming from on that.
0: Uh, but uh, another great match. The Blanchards wins via a doomsday device.
1: You know you didn't it's really cheated. have to say that part. I think it was completely understood that that's what was going to happen.
0: They cheated like seventeen times. No, not Got not no, no. But so at the so the tag team championship match will be the Blanchards taking on those dirty, cheating Hammer Brothers.
1: Just as long as their uncle MC isn't there.
0: <laughs> God damn it! Well, 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 don't worry. They're gonna have forklift with them, so it'll be fine.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. Cliff Jones over there. <laughs>
0: uh,
3: and I suspectify that that'll be a Blanchard title win. Yeah, damn right. I mean. I mean, here's the thing. I didn't say they deserved it. I just said they were probably going to cheat somehow, probably a pocket sand and whatever horseshit, because they can't actually wrestle they their trash. How dare you,
1: sir?
0: Well, when you when you told me off air that you were chanting, you know, let's go Blanchard during the match. I also uh,
3: heard that Jerry Blanchard really sucks at softball. That's what I heard.
1: <laughs> oh, wow. That's,
3: that's, just what, that's, that's what I heard. That's just what I heard.
1: That's throwing below the belt, sir.
0: Uh, however, after the match, though, Jonah uh, and uh, Quan and a uh, tag team, a new tag team, Run out and they attack the flaming aces. And so Jaden comes out to make the save after the match, though. Jaden wants he's feeling lucky, he's feeling great, he wants another match and uh, he wants a match now. But Jonas is like, We're doing it on our time after intermission. That
1: was well double duty for old superhero. Better be double pay Jones over here. Uh, double <laughs> duty. Gig. Uh, I was for it because I like I, I like what I've seen from Drake Quan. So to get a Drake Quan match, I was like, yeah, okay.
0: Because I think it was advertised as a dark match, but because I feel like with Amira not being able to,
1: well, know, they had to replace that match. T- yeah, so. card
0: subject to change.
1: The Brooklyn Brawler wasn't available. I uh,
3: I really love the music Jaden comes out to, because now the crowd is getting into the yelling at least the part where she says I need a hero.
2: So that's getting over. It's so perfect
0: for his gimmick. Bonnie was holding out for a hero? Yeah. That that was in multiple movies this summer. (laughs) A lot of, like, one song was in multiple (laughs) movies, so.
1: Where the hell is Cedar Park, Texas? Yes. Uh it's in Texas. No shit. That's
3: all I got. <laughs> I'll look it up. You keep going.
0: Okay. Uh we come back from intermission and they uh have our, our first match after inter- intermission as it's Jaden taking on Drake Kwan.
4: Yep. Um, they,
2: it's just outside of Austin.
1: Okay. Well, that's where the Great American Bash is on Sunday, July 30th for next
4: week. You know what? I'm going to sit this one out. That works.
3: That works being in Texas. I'm busy. I'm busy that week.
0: Uh. I just like how they make Quan a powerhouse. They should, you know. I love that.
1: He reminds me of like a a villain from an eighties movie. But like a teenage eighties movie, like karate kid or something. Not like not like commando or something like
0: that. Oh, he, he, <laughs> he's no Jonah's the villain that's in commando like behind the chair, you know, there's yeah. the tur- is as the chair turns, then that's him. Kwan's the bodyguard that says nothing but just destroys you.
1: Yep. That's I that's why it works for me. I like it.
0: Quan uh, defeats Jaden. You know, sorry Jaden for getting the. He went one for one. You know, one for two this one night. Hey, so that,
1: you know, five hundred.
0: That's right. Let's go to our next match as it's La Bruja, Abigail Warren taking on Big Ugly Father versus Daughter match.
1: I enjoyed this. I thought I liked the whole story around it. I think they did some good business here.
0: Um I enjoyed it. I was going to say like I enjoyed it. I just think it, to me it to me it went a lot slower than I thought it would.
1: Oh really? Cuz that's yeah. uh, it's dad versus daughter. It's getting her away from o la la. Nah, I I expected this exact kind of pace.
0: Okay. I
3: uh I didn't like it at all. Ooh. I, uh, I thought with the eventual breaking away from Bruja, I thought it would be done a little more, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, like a little more, like, with a little more fuckery to it, I guess, like, on her part. Yeah. Um. And I also I just feel like and I I mean I get why you wouldn't but like I felt like Big Ugly kind of held back in this match and again it's his daughter so I get it but if you're gonna hold back why do the match
1: to tell the story and I'm just glad it wasn't like Vincent Stephanie at No Mercy 03 which was uncomfortable as fuck
2: I just think that. Like,
1: La
3: Bruja has, like, proven herself enough in the ring where she can kind of take an ass whipping at some point. And so I just felt like he needed to be a little more stiff with her, to be honest. Like, it was just... It was kind of like headlocks all match.
1: Yeah, well, to me, to me, it wasn't about kicking her ass to teach her a lesson. It was just to get get her to go away from ooh Teach her there's a better way to be on our side.
2: Yeah. Which,
1: at the end, with the promo, sounds like this is nowhere near over as the ugly dojo is going to take over. So, mm-hmm. interesting. It said that someone else is coming in after they're done with Japan. So that was interesting. Okada? Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's what, so I. That's where I went. I went oh my God. Okada's <laughs> coming in. Pow oh, got,
0: got the money for Okada. Love it. Now, in an
3: unrelated note, it'll just be Okada by himself doing stand-up, but Okada (laughs) will be
0: here.
1: Because that's all the money for the show.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It'll be like, pow, one-night stand, but really it's just Okada (laughs) doing stand-up for one night.
1: Would you
3: watch an Okada one-man show?
1: Yes. (laughs) Telling old Seinfeld jokes in Japanese. No one understands them.
3: Larry David's here for some reason.
1: Yeah.
3: The
0: only thing we would get would be like yada yada yada. That's yeah. all we we're like oh
1: what? <laughs> in the middle of a long diet yada yada yada. You're, you're, you you've
3: <laughs> I just need Okada to dance like Elaine.
1: <laughs> he dances like Elaine Elaine and then says like a three minute long rant in Japanese and then just goes, Not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. One night stand. But it's Okada night a stand up. Love it. But uh our main event, it's a doorway to hell match as it's Dr. Cleaver, our boy Caden Cassidy, versus that that guy's name, I think it was Derek Shaw, right? According Bro, to and, who the fuck this fuck guy is with, with his partner Funny Bone.
1: Funny Bone is just crazy over, man. Just just stupid over.
2: Yeah. Must be
3: nice. Nobody loves me like that.
1: Never felt that over. Uh, yeah, it must be <laughs> nice. Huh? Even
3: my own mom's like, I mean, we're done here, right? You can you can go ahead and take off.
1: Yeah, you
0: can go home now. That'd be great. <laughs> it was nice meeting you.
1: Let's see uh, um, you. Know, I was watching this, and I thought, and I liked it. It, it was what it was supposed to be, you know, your plunder hardcore match. And I was thinking, what's... Because, uh, you know, the thing in... The majority of companies over the majority of time, and it's, there's been exceptions to the rule. But your the look of your company, your business, kind of goes with your champion. And what I mean by that is, what your champion is really good at is what you kind of what the main events kind of look like. You know, that's your main event, right? Yeah. So with Money Bonus Champion, it's been a much more hardcore uh, style type. Uh, promotion on top and that's fine because it's what works you're supposed to cater to your champ that's what made him over in the first place but i always wonder like what's the next style like what's the next champion what's that guy's style gonna bring to the look of the of the company um like we're about to find out (laughs) because in aew like i mean when moxley was on top it was much the same and when Omega was on top, there were hard hitting physical matches, but not hardcore. I mean, it's just it changes. With mm-hmm. MJF, you know, it's he hardly ever wrestles. But uh, uh, so I was always I'm like I was wondering like oh I wonder what the next look is going to be once this once this reign is over. Which well, the good news is that you're not gonna have to wait long to find out. <laughs> yeah. Well. Somebody talk and hit me with it.
0: Well, we'll uh, I, I'm getting there, but first the, with the match. is the, the Doorway to Hell match. is an elimination match as uh, Cleaver and Shaw were both eliminated first. Uh, King Naja chloroforms the ref. I enjoyed that a great deal. I popped pretty hard for that one.
1: I like King Naja dressed as he is doing Cleaver's bidding. It works. Yeah. It works.
0: Um, Funny Bone puts King Naja through a table as, as the ref is chloroformed down. Caden uh, low blows Funny Bone. Funny Bone falls backwards onto the broken table. Caden wakes up the ref. Ref sees it and then rings the bell.
4: Your yeah. winners
0: Caden and uh, Cleaver. I love that finish. I thought that was awesome.
1: It's your classic heel like bullshit finish it's uh it's nash winning the master of the power bomb match at Starcade 99 against sid when he's the only guy in the ring in the building that didn't throw a (laughs) power (laughs) bomb
0: no i just love those like i love those type of finishes just like the chicanery like oh yeah that happens it's just like if you don't do it every week and you do it every you know Every, you know, fourth show that you don't expect it to happen, they're always they are always great to see.
1: You mean uh don't prostitute shit out week after week after week and burn the burn the business down to a fucking ground. Oh correct. Wish you uh would have told people that around the year
0: nineteen ninety eight. I was like eleven at that time, so so... I didn't, what, I, didn't, I didn't
1: have a voice. Uh, say, what? Get someone to drive you. I don't care. Get the where you need to <laughs> yeah. Motherfuckers. I what didn't have a car. <laughs> yeah. Ride your well, damn bike.
3: I mean, as Corey has pointed out, however, this promotion is run by Vince Russo, so I expect to see a lot more of this. Hey, boy. Hey, <laughs>
1: that was <terrible. laughs>
0: That was not, you know... <laughs> Uh, After the match, though, Funny Bone challenges Caden to a title match for the next show at POW, which we're getting at the next let it rain as it will be Caden Cassidy versus Funny Bone for the POW heavyweight championship. In a submit or surrender match, with Funny Bone will have Drexel in his corner and Caden will have Cleaver in his corner. Loser must submit or corner person throw in the towel.
2: Oh.
1: I see. Shades of Survivor Series 94, maybe. Um, I don't know, man. I, I dig my boy Caden and I want him to be champ, but Funny Bone has been unstoppable it's been a juggernaut and it, he's over like Rover. And how do you change what's working? You know, why Why would, it, I don't know.
0: I, it's one of those things of you cause the chaos. Cause think about it. When Vinny beat. Um, <coughs> when Vinny won, it's the crowds. Yeah. When they beat Titus, the crowd shocked.
1: That's true. That's true. I remember that.
0: Cause so, yeah. Because Titus won it the show before, and then Vinny won it. Then everyone's like, "What just happened?" Well, I mean, the so, crowd was shocked because Vinny sucks. That's uh, a lie. This,
1: by the way, my man Vincenzo been in, he's been in Italy. Uh, for a I
3: saw, year. I saw those pictures. Yeah, I saw it.
1: <laughs>
3: I just keep he... like, I keep following his pizza pictures, and I'm like, "God
0: damn it, looks so good."
1: Right. Oh. Uh.
0: Right. So, pal doesn't have one show. They have so two Hold on, Joe. Hold on, Joe. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Rewind. We have,
3: we have six hours to go on the show, Joe. Don't worry about it. We'll get there. Okay. Um, so the funny bone thing, I actually think because he is so over, that's why you take the belt off of him. He has reached that point now where he doesn't need the belt to be
1: over. Plus, you can really somebody if somebody if it's somebody who the crowd believes is ready to beat him right and
2: well I, you know, you know. yeah, so I don't think yes i don't think
3: kaden needs the belt to be over but i don't think it'll hurt either it'll help kind of elevate him to that next level
2: i look forward to see what's gonna happen it's gonna be very interesting
3: and if right. i could uh play fantasy booker here for a second and uh just want to state, for the record, even though No Notes Entertainment is a sponsor of the promotion, uh, we have no inside knowledge, and this is just me speaking as a fan. Uh, I think, in fact, Joe, I'm going to hit, I'm gonna need you to hit me with that guarantee. Caden is winning that title next show. Guarantee! Yep, there it is. And I, uh, I think that he holds it for a while until eventually plucky underdog, homegrown babyface Jaden beats him for it
1: okay, uh, I can see a world where that ha- happens. I also want to guarantee something off script for just a minute. Uh, they should immediately release the rocks daughter and never mention her in wrestling again because <laughs> oh, damn, she just came out to interfere and run somebody into a post in this NXT tag title match and couldn't even do that convincingly well she's. God-awful.
3: I mean, if they don't mention The Rock's daughter, they'll be just like
1: The Rock. Who often doesn't mention their daughter? Whoo, she's bad. Give it It ain't going to yeah. happen. Give uh, I could see a world where that happens in the world of Pal. Let's, uh, it'll be interesting to see what the future holds.
0: Yeah. But the, what the future does hold is two events upcoming. We, we have Let It Rain, June, tw- uh, June 17th. Which has matches announced such as Kikio taking on uh, Nicole Matthews. The sorry, my cat is causing chaos. Caden uh, uh, Cassie versus Funny Bone, and announced just recently announced Vinny Massaro taking on Artemis Spencer.
1: Now that's gonna be good. That's two vets. I'm looking forward to that match.
0: I am too. I I saw, I was eating lunch I was like ooh and then I showed the producer the photo and she went
1: ooh so that's that's going to be good
0: Yeah we're all for it so uh, get your tickets now at com and get your tickets for those but the following week June 24th we have base brawl as the Eugene Emeralds, the uh, local baseball team, will for be now. For, for now. All yeah, right. As uh, that game's at 5 o'clock. And then after the game at PK Park, Powell's doing an event there, Baseball, which you can get your tickets at the Eugene Emeralds site. I don't know that website by heart. MLBTickets.com are thinking...
2: So
0: tickets, Emerald, go to emeraldbaseball.com and search for tickets, and go to for the June 24th show. So get your tickets for the baseball and stay for the wrestling.
1: Hell yeah! That's a doubleheader I can get behind. Yep. I'm um,
0: so excited for that show. Yeah, we're looking at getting tickets for everyone, so it's just just seeing how many people are coming, and so. But yes, get your tickets for both events. You don't want to miss out. Should be fun, you know. Watching ba- you know. My joke with the baseball game is uh, a few years back, it went what twenty-one innings on the Fourth of July or something like that, and they still blew the fireworks at uh, two a.m. So you know, no extra innings for the uh, uh, for the baseball game. <laughs>
1: instead of fireworks it's all the neighboring apartments being woken up at 3:35 a.m. by Bubba Blanchard screaming at everybody
0: Hey man I I I I was one of the ones that were awoken by those fireworks <laughs> and I just turned and I was like ah it's fireworks The but yeah get your tickets now at palprowrestling.eventbrite.com cuz I know we ha- we're, we have so get your tickets now you don't want to miss out and then go to the the Emeralds baseball websites, Eugene Emeralds, and find tickets for the June 24th show. Two for one. Why not? It's a great deal. So get your tickets now. So this past weekend, we had tons of wrestling to watch. We had. Uh, right. Did you watch uh, the Best of the Super Juniors, Corey?
1: I did. Uh, they pulled the ultimate fucking upset with Master Watto winning the fucking tournament. Uh, color me surprised.
0: I, I was like, who?
1: <laughs> Master Watto, who has been, I mean, they've been, he's improved and they brought him back from Excursion like three years ago, but he was pretty much nothing. He has improved and worked hard, but I cannot believe this is going to be anything other than just a successful title defense for you, your time bomb. There's no way. I cannot believe <laughs> Wato might win the fucking title. Who did you think was going to win? Uh, I had either El Desperado, maybe Mike Bailey who made it to the semifinals. Um, he was awesome in the tournament. Um, in fact, both guys in the finals was a bit of a, like, what? As Master Watto made it, and then Teton, who, uh, from CMLL, uh, who's not a regular there, but is a member of Los Gobernables, with Naito. As he made it all the way to the finals in his block, so it would have been an interesting way to go either way, which is I I kind of admire their their balls there. How nice! It'd be nice for one of the North American companies to just well, actually one of them did yesterday in, in a way. Um, so we'll talk about that, but impressive impressive balls on Gato.
4: Mm-hmm. We'll and take the that-
1: back. Nobody thought would even get four wins. <laughs> Give
0: him the whole fucking thing. Like, Yoshitatsu, just, you know, what, well, let's yeah. give him the damn thing in that pro- during that t- reign, you know? Like, what's going on?
1: And I know we won't talk about it, because there's no other reason to talk about it, but I did watch Impact Under Siege. I and was hope- going to bring that up, though. Uh, I was going to bring that up. Holy fuck. Uh, Steve Macklin successfully defended, defended the title against PCO. But Macklin got Eddie Guerrero type blood in that fucking match. Holy shit. All from a cookie shoot. Really? Um, yeah, I was a dude. The shot that busted him open is the most innocuous, like nothing. It's He goes for a uh, Tope suicida through the ropes on PCO, and PCO just hits him in the head with a cookie shoot. That's it. Didn't even hit him with the edge of it, just a cookie shoot. And he comes up dripping blood like he'd been stabbed by four different people. Um, it was hard way. You could see the big old cut on his hairline. I was like, damn. And it, the, the entire match, it just kept dripping like that. It was nasty.
3: So my question, Corey, uh, so then was it an actual hookie sheet then, or was it like a WWE cookie sheet?
1: Now nah, it was just an. It looked like just your regular run-of-the-mill cookie sheet. Nothing special about it. And they hadn't even used it beforehand, so it wasn't bent or anything like that. He just hit him with it, perfect somehow that it just split his <laughs> shit wide open. But it sure helped the match. I mean, my God, after that, there was like an intensity to the fucking match. I mean, Doesn't... he. Uh, yeah.
0: I would say I. I saw. I didn't. I didn't watch it, but I that was like his him bleeding was all over my social media.
1: Oh, yeah. No, the the fucking the mat after the match was done, the mat looked like a like the floor of a mash unit. Uh, it was fucking ridiculous. Um, and then the bully Ray had to come in and run everything at the end, like he's want to do, but anyway. So PC,
0: PCO got his mouth stapled.
1: Yeah, no, he stapled PCO's mouth shut. Uh, <laughs> using about seven staples. And uh, then PCO ripping them out was a sight. They beat the fuck out of each other. Including he took uh, two pieces of uh, concrete, placed them over PCO's back, then took a sledgehammer and and hit it the proper way, not the Triple H way, and smashed those over his back. Um, It was pretty brutal. That match was, and there, there was some good wrestling on the card. It's just that company is just so lifeless, even though they have some talent. It's just, but you know what? They sell out the shows that they run. They, I mean, they don't have very big arenas. They're set up not very big, but they do. And they run in places where they know they're going to do okay. And they sell out. So <clears throat> there's definitely a place for them, but it's, it's such a, such a dead filling company, you know?
0: Yeah, because I saw then I saw the Bully Ray things. Like Bully Ray came out or something and said that they power the the
1: Scott Demore
0: through a fire a table that was on fire. And then they're like, "We're gonna take over again." And I was and I'm like, "How many times has Bully Ray taken over Impact?"
1: It's like that abusive relationship, you know. Impact's the woman who just believes that he won't do it again, Joe.
0: Yo um, because every time every time you tune into impact, one way or another, Bully Ray is somehow in charge or going to go after the person in charge.
1: All right. Oh,
3: uh, just impact is in this like space, right? Where like triple mania, right? People watch that for the absolute batshit car wreck that it is, right? You're like, what the fuck is gonna go horribly wrong on this show? Yeah. But like when people see Impact, people are—it's not even like, "Oh, this is funny." We should watch Impact. People are like, "Wait, this company is still on," and like it's not even nostalgic enough to get people to watch it. People are just like, feel so sorry that they even know what that company is. They don't. They don't have. They
1: have no interest in watching it. They're just in a terrible place. Do you know the the, the fucked up part is they did a promo for later on in the year. Uh, special episode, it'll be the 1000th episode of Impact. Good and lord, was like, I was like, man, I cannot believe they made it to a thousand episodes of the show.
3: Uh, having said all that, Impact, if you want to go ahead and come out to uh, Pacific Northwest, we will be
0: there. Yeah, we'll watch oh, yeah
1: it. without question,
0: we will be. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's weird because it's like they, they get really young talent. And then the old talent that's been discarded by the other companies, but still have something to give. Like Frankie Kazarian. or that Bully Ray? No, not Bully Ray. Uh, the Motor City <laughs> Machine Guns are still there, and they're awesome. And people like that. But then they also have just the worst of the dregs that no other company would fucking hire, like Sammy Callahan and Jessica Havoc. And that crap, and then and then there's some undeniable like top weight talent, but it's not enough to make up for the other. shit. It's a really weird dichotomy. Like each show, you'll watch two matches that are fucking fantastic, three matches are like, oh, that's yeah, fine, and then there, there's three matches where it's just like, God, fucking damn, this, what is happening? Why is this allowed? And that's like every show.
3: You know what it feels like? It feels like like, four friends are booking the same show but have different viewpoints of wrestling.
1: That, that's not a bad analogy, actually. Honestly,
3: it'd be like, it'd be like you and Devin booking the same wrestling promotion. Like, individually, you both have great ideas. They don't pair together at all.
1: Yeah, well, whoever, whoever's idea is that they can keep continuing to use Bully Ray in important situations needs to be fired.
0: That'd be a Devin thing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Devin Jordan, would be the one. Devin would take Bully Ray as a uh, first-round draft pick. 100%
1: more be Bully Ray. Uh, yeah, I watched that for that match. So that was cool. Uh, Devin,
0: Jordan, Jordan Grace is a free agent from them, so.
1: Yeah, but she's not necessarily looking to go anywhere real quick. as She's made uh, her. She's officially a millionaire from her own like, fans.
3: I mean, you know, get it if you can get it.
1: Yeah, right? I mean, I don't blame them.
3: Jonathan is a lucky guy.
1: Yep. Yeah, he he's just there, but they don't even utilize him. He's just like in the mid-card, just kind of fucking around. We're all Bully Ray's about to be in the world title picture again.
3: And I believe we called that, didn't we?
1: Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah,
0: yeah, we did.
2: God damn
0: it. Well, let's move on to... Uh, let's do Night of Champions.
1: Um. Well, yeah, it happened first.
0: Happened first, I'm sorry. Sure.
1: Uh, I, I call it midday of champions. That's what it was like for us over here.
0: Yeah, it was. Um, I'm going to assume, Corey, you watched it? I did. Okay. okay. I watched it later on that day. Okay. Um, As the first match of the night was for the World Heavyweight Championship. Guys, it's important. So uh, it's going to be as prestigious as the, the World Heavyweight slash Universal. Hey, it was oh, one I'm of their just... three main events, Joe. I forgot. But it went on first, like it did when it was around back in the day.
1: This fucking company, I swear to God, one of these days, they're going to have a card where they're going to try to tell us all matches on their main events.
0: Well
3: yeah, it was the... called Main Event.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where's the demon? Where's the special main event? Come on. They're not even doing that. They're just saying these. this, this oh. is one of three.
3: Oh my god. How have they not had Finn Balor in special main events?
1: Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Any of it. I, would it, lo- I would love if they looked at the fine print in the, in the old contract from when they fucking bought WCW and it says somewhere in there that they have to finish the main event clauses for the demon. So they bring... <laughs> in 2023 impact is so why not yeah that's exactly the kind of shit yeah
0: uh (laughs) as the first match is the finals to determine the uh world heavyweight championship as seth franklin rollins defeats aj styles in 20 minutes and 40 seconds
3: i man i was underwhelmed by this match i feel like these two can definitely do a lot better
1: Oh yeah, I, I was. It was okay. It was. I mean, they're not gonna have a terrible match, but it wasn't what they could have done. Um, I'll give you some thought process into why maybe they underdid it. As during uh, interviews during the week, both of them openly just shit on this fucking belt away from wrestling. Like when they were on, <laughs> like, legitimate Like Seth Rollins was like, "Well, it's only a consolation prize because Roman doesn't want to show up to work ever." But that's all right. We'll do what we can with it. Then some guy on an interview with AJ asks him like, so what do you think about this new belt? And the people saying it's kind of a consolation prize. And he's like, well, honestly, since the other two titles are owned by one guy, this, this is a consolation prize. And uh, Damn. I don't know what their thoughts are. We'll just try to do our best with it and make it better. But yeah. So both guys in interviews are like, yeah, it's just a belt. Nobody cares about It's a consolation prize at best.
3: Man, it's, Seth Rollins has real job security because he just talks some shit about that company
1: openly, man. Triple H loves that guy. God. Apparently Triple H chose work over his family. Uh, he pro- Seth could probably fuck Stephanie and Triple H is like, yeah, it's cool. I would have done it. Hey, did you see in some like business fucking it was something to do with business side, not the not the K side, but Like in the last year in business. And they're talking about Stephanie McMahon. And she was referred to as Ms. McMahon. Uh, They're they're, they're divorced. It's like the worst kept secret in wrestling right now. Those those two are not together anymore.
3: I uh, was not aware of that.
1: Yeah. Right, who? Triple H and Stephanie. Oh. Oh, yeah. That's been a that's been people have been talking about that for fucking six, seven months now.
3: Is that why she initially stepped away?
1: Well, it's why he didn't when she did. I mean, you don't gotta back ah. the wife up if you're no longer together. But I said he kinda looks like he kinda chose the company <laughs> over the family.
2: I heard that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so uh if like, you- they they said that. Seth, the the one of the reasons behind the scenes of giving this to Seth at first is to, uh, cause, and I quote, he won't run away from us like the other guys are towards Hollywood. But the reason this match went on first is so he can get right back to Hollywood to continue making that Marvel movie.
3: Yeah.
2: Heard so,
1: that. Love the WWE <laughs> double logic there, but hey. Um, it's okay. I, I I'm
0: I'm with yeah. Mike with the fact that it should have been. It just felt pretty. Just go at this pace. We'll call it good. Like low lackluster. Would you bust like, out
1: balls in Saudi Arabia for a third-rate prize? I would not. Yeah, neither did they.
3: Like, I just see like Tyler Black versus AJ Styles uh, at a Ring of Honor show would have been goddamn phenomenal. Oh, no yeah. Pun intended.
1: The Money in the Bank match that they had in 2019 for the title was fucking great. Um, and we're only four years past that. But, yeah, now they just, it was alright, but it could have been much better.
0: And watching this Night of Champions stuff, again, it reminded me of commentaries Cole and Graves, and it's just like, oh, yeah, they gotta read it by the you know, what's typed out for them the whole time, and then you know, going to AEW, is just, you know, they have the script, but they can, you know.
1: They can't even get the name right. Like, they haven't had Night of Champions since 2015. And then tonight, the main event is the world title holder and its partner taking on the Tag Team Champions. That's an actual clash of champions, which is what they've named this show the last seven years.
2: Yeah, did you so
3: rate no. these matches, Corey?
1: Oh, I did. Uh, I gave that one like three and a half. The world title. it could have been so much better with those two, but it was okay. Three and a
0: half. So we have the workhorse now, Rollins being your heavyweight champion, and then you know, I, sadly, I feel like I, I honestly felt like AJ could have had, should have got it just because this. What did Cole say? Like this is AJ's first match for the title in like four years.
1: Yeah, but Seth does gripe a lot. And he did do Yeoman's work last year where he was pretty much the star of every show. And That's I think a total of one match. Uh, so I think they're they're trying to make him happy now.
3: I I also love that like Vince's whole mindset, right, is that he doesn't have wrestlers. He has superstars. And he wants so badly to not be labeled professional wrestling that he is all too willing to give his people... Movie roles and commercials and the like, but then when they become popular and leave to go be in movies, he gets super pissed about
1: it. Yeah, then he gets all cranky hey, who who are you? Uh, like motherfucker, you did this. Yeah. Thank you, idiot. <laughs> Collection of fucking orphies and porn mustache isn't dead yet anyway.
3: Fucking <laughs> like John Waters ass mustache. <laughs>
0: Uh, the next match for uh, Night Champions.
1: Man directed John Waters type film. God damn it. (laughs) That would be magnificently bad.
3: Sorry, Bray Wyatt.
1: Ugh. Did you hear that rumor? What
0: if he ever shows back up? Now what? Uh,. That uh Cody Rhodes will finish the story with Bray at SummerSlam or something like that. That's the rumor. <laughs> no, it, his song goes Whoa, not no. That's <laughs> uh, That's what she did there. Thank
1: you. They've already stunted Cody a little bit. Luckily he's over and he's, you know it's not dying on the vine but you put him with Bray, it'll die on the vine. I guarantee you.
3: Yeah, yeah. You put Cody with Bray Wyatt. That's like putting anybody with Chris Jericho, which we'll get to later. It's just
1: uh, after that feud, he'll be going. You know what I want to do now? Just make me Stardust again. That's all right.
0: Yeah, I'm okay with that. We're, no, we will get a Stardust running though, for sure, if that ever happens, because it's stupid. Uh, the next match for the Night of Champions was Trish Stratus defeating Becky Lynch in 14 minutes and 50 seconds.
1: <sighs> My God. It- it didn't need to be that long, but I will say this I thought it was the best women's match of the night.
3: Yeah, yeah, again, I mean, I agree with you. Yeah, uh, it also wasn't a high, a high bar to clear on that either. No, but no. um, but I mean, it makes sense because Trish did uh invent women's wrestling, so
1: oh, yeah, right. I do enjoy the heel shtick she's doing with that crap and the fact that she uh. Blatantly use uh, Zoe Stark to win and keep it going. Uh, that worked for me, and it was—it was. I don't know. It was, I, I'd give it like maybe three. Like it wasn't <laughs> great, but it was—it was okay. It was the best women's match of the night.
0: Because they will probably do Zoe taking on Becky for a bit until they get to the next pay per view or SummerSlam or whatever they want to finish the Trish storyline.
1: Yeah, it's a smart way to extend the Trish bits. Uh, have an alternate and do the work for. Plus, it, theoretically, in a normal situation, would help build Zoe Stark up. So, yeah, nothing wrong there.
0: I like Zoe Stark a lot. She's good. Yeah, she is. Um, our next so, match for the for the Intercontinental Championship: Gunther defeating Musafa Ali in eight minutes and thirty five seconds.
1: This is, this is exactly what I thought it'd be. I love that they go from the video of. Happy and content Mr. Folli doing all the things that mean so much to him on that trip. To him getting just beaten the shit out of by Gunther.
2: Get a life, kid.
1: But
3: he didn't, though. And that was my problem with it. This match was too competitive.
1: It was. Well, it's like they were trying to make... Well, it's, it, okay, so this is typical WWE stuff that annoys me. They don't do the groundwork to get people back over. They just decide... That they can have a person win one match. They can produce one video for them. And that's that's it. They're to the level where they should be taken seriously again. That's their thought process. It's mm-hmm. a lot more than that. They have to win some matches and actually look important. But they try to bypass all that and just do the easy shit. And then they but, make it go like it's 50-50. Even though nobody who's been watching believes for a minute he's got a chance. But... Like, they either need to pull a
3: pull the trigger and have Ali beat Gunther, which which would have been completely fucking stupid, or have Gunther absolutely obliterate him in like two minutes.
1: Which is what should have happened. But they also have to uh, prolong these PLEs now. Uh, The pacing of their shows annoys me because there's so much... Stretched downtime between the matches And I know it's because They have to fit in these Ridiculous commercial breaks for Peacock But mm-hmm. holy Fuck it's tough to watch these PLEs In real time um, you just like Why is but, there such but, a match?
0: If, if you pay for the Peacock The commercials are Just the video packages
1: Yeah but that doesn't make it better Because there's still I know. like oh, I know. Minutes between matches yeah. And you're just like, oh my god, what is
2: this? It's brutal. Um
1: so
3: where where did we get the KO Sammy promo? Was it after this match? Before this match? I think it was before. Do you remember? Yeah. I think okay. like it was before. So I'll get back I'll get back to that in a second. Um like The pacing I agree with, it's very, like, you guys don't watch these, so you wouldn't really have any basis for comparison, but it's just like watching a boxing pay-per-view. Like, there is probably, in like a four-hour broadcast, there is probably two, two and a half hours of just people talking, and they are so fucking terrible to watch.
1: Maybe if there were people who were good at it, it wouldn't be so bad.
3: I mean, like in boxing, like, I mean, it, but that's, it's paced just like these PLEs are where it's just nothing happening for minutes on
1: end. Oh, uh, well that needs to be fixed uh, across the board, I would say.
0: And don't, and d- and Google doesn't like UFC and boxing, depending on the show, if they, if both big have a big show, one's like, I'm not, wi- I'm waiting for the main event to end on that one. No, I am. And then. Uh,
3: 1 it a. only a. happened once. It only happened okay.
0: once. Uh,
3: but UFC doesn't pace their shows like that they just get through their shit like it's a very enjoyable product to watch if you could ignore that joe rogan's there it's a very enjoyable product was but, pretty
1: flask there mike
3: i mean i tend to tune him out because he's a fucking idiot so
0: because ufc could go like two and a half to three hours but if one of those fluke nights that for some reason everybody gets knocked down the first round what less than two hours Uh, I mean, they would, they
3: would, they would stretch it a little bit, but not like, not the way WWE does where they would just throw to fucking Chef Boyardee commercials Mm -hmm. and random backstage interviews that don't matter. And just, oh my God.
1: You know, one of these days, you know, it's going to happen is they're going to, some horrific injury is going to happen in the wrestling show. God forbid. I don't want anybody getting hurt and they don't know what to do. So after they do the NXT commercial for coming up this week and then your Chef Boyardee spot, And all this crap. And there's just nothing else Michael Cole can say. But they still have to stretch time. You'll come back from the PLE commercials on Peacock. And they'll have a King Kong Bundy match playing.
3: You know I'd be be here for that. Like
1: if they showed like classic just random like highlights. I'd be totally cool with that. Yeah that'd be better than than listening to. um, I forgot the name of the lady that does the panels there now. But her and her and random people here talking about carmelo hayes or whatever i don't need that <laughs> Put on king kong bundy and let me watch him squash some motherf-
3: um but back to that ko sammy thing like Corey, you've watched a lot of Steen slash owens and joe you've seen i think pretty much everything he's done in wwe yes i have never seen him as either
1: character bumble a promo like that what the fuck was going on I think he, yeah, it was it was uncharacteristic of Kevin Owens for sure. I, I guess he just got mumble mouth or something. He got he got tripped up. Uh, it didn't work. And that's 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 not normal for him. I totally see him turning on Sammy as soon as possible. I can I uh, can see it. I
0: I won't lie to me. I won't lie, uh, to me the aroma around Sami Zayn and Owens are it's, it's gone.
1: Well, it's because they killed the dead. Yeah. They had a great moment at Mania and then they did nothing with them for a month.
0: Yeah. To me to the, to me it's like uh Zack Ryder, he won the title and then the next day I'm like, oh, I'm good. Like I don't need to see them, but like I I I don't mind seeing these two, but you know what I mean, like them having the titles, I'm like, yeah, they don't need them anymore.
1: Yeah, no, it, it, that's why I was kind of hoping they'd lose in the main event. We'll see. We'll talk about that later. But uh, they got the moment at Mania that meant so much to not only them, but a lot of other people who have followed them, that they were able together to win the tag belts at a Mania in a main event. That's something you can never take away from them. Now I'm ready for Steve to turn on them again. Yep,
0: yep, 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 I
3: Would you guys agree with this statement? Because, like, Remember when uh, Holland Nash like went heel and the crowd was like, "What the fuck!" Like they didn't want it, so it didn't work. Is Kevin Steed the opposite? Like they don't really want to cheer him. He is so much better as a heel.
1: No, they like they like to cheer heel Kevin Owens. That's yeah, Yeah, they love heel Kevin Owens, and it's never the same when he's a babyface. He doesn't even change. It's really weird too because he doesn't change anything. Good or bad, he's the same character. He doesn't. He doesn't change his promo style, his wrestling style, but yet, it just doesn't work as much as a babyface.
3: Very weird. Yeah. That's why, like, I was hoping like they would switch <laughs> it and have Sammy turn on Kevin, but they're clearly not doing that. They're clearly going to be Kevin.
1: Yeah. Which is the uh, time, and I'm for it.
4: Yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, also with Gunther, the not a great um, projection of what their his graphics would be, right, Corey? Oh, oh my
1: God! You like those? I was like, holy fuck! The take
0: red flags fuck
1: coming fuck out fuck. with his face in the middle of them. Not good, Bob. I was like, take those off the screen now. What are you doing? Holy fuck!
3: <sighs> Somebody. Uh... That's how you know that's how you, know Vince is back. Let's put some Nazi <laughs> propaganda up.
0: Somebody posted, like, a montage photo of all the things that they've done wrong with Gunther and or members of Imperium since they've been called up. And it's just like, nope, no, the name, the video mess up in WrestleMania package, um, this, you know, it's just like, good golly, you know, like, I knock, just stop. I'm starting to think Vince McMahon runs the Oregon
3: Ducks softball Twitter. He might. Did you see that, guys?
4: No.
2: Yeah.
3: So uh one of the Oregon Duck softball players at a home run and she is African American. Uh oh. And their her name is KK, like KK, whatever her last name is.
4: Uh-oh. And their
3: Twitter their Twitter tweeted out, Okay, KK, like three straight K's and I was like, Uh-oh. What oh, the fuck are you doing? Yep.
1: Not good, Bob.
3: I was Not like, good. Wow,
1: that's yep.
3: Yeah, not good. Not good at all.
0: Uh, the next match for the Raw... Oh, hold on, hold on, real quick, hold on, real quick.
3: I yeah. had one more question I to because the Gunther okay. reminded me of it. So, I was debating this in my own head yesterday while I was watching uh, the other show we'll talk about. So, because Gunther chops so hard, should people in his matches not be allowed to chop him, or... Should they, because it makes his stand out more? Like, where do you guys fall on that?
1: I follow what you just said. Go ahead and try it, because it makes his look all the more fucking vicious.
0: Have a chop off.
1: Well, I wouldn't call it. <laughs> <laughs> not in Saudi Arabia. Try.
0: Oh, no, yeah, not in Saudi Arabia. I'm just saying, you know, everywhere else, you know. Chop here, chop there, choppy, choppy, pee-pee. You know, all that good stuff, you
1: know? Make, <laughs> oh, my God. Make his look so much stronger. I think go ahead and let him try. Yeah.
2: Because Ali was trying, but, like, it was laughable. Oh,
4: yeah.
0: All right, now we move on to now. the Raw, Raw Women's Championship. Asuka defeats Bianca Belair to become the new women's champion in 15 minutes via spraying her fingers with the mist and then rubbing into into Bianca's eyes.
3: (laughs) So, I I told Joe this, Corey. I watched uh, the last 30 seconds of this match.
2: I didn't give a fuck about this match. Oh, yeah.
1: I love the finish. That's a unique way to use the mist. Without getting caught by the ref. Just fucking use it on your... uh, Rub it on your fucking... uh, Yeah. And then poker in the eyes. That's a pretty good way. Um, I'm sorry. I can't get past this. So, are we just going to keep the belts where they are? For the year? Like, the SmackDown women's titles is going to be on Raw?
0: yeah, okay, because Oscars on SmackDown, right? Huh?
1: Titles, is this going to be on SmackDown? That's what we're doing?
0: They're doing something. We don't know what, but
3: they're doing I'm, something. Honestly, like, because it reminded me of like when Jade or whatever would always defend like the TBS title on TNT. And, like, you're not on TNT though. It's kind of like that. So it's like I, I guess. But are they just like, are they trying not to do just the handover
1: thing? Like, are they trying to avoid that? Honestly, I think they just don't care. I think they they matter so little to them. They don't care. And I mean,
2: like, if we're being honest,
3: like, not even, like, title history aside, sort of like the Roman thing. Like, Roman is the world champion in that company, right? I don't care what belt Seth has. Rhea is the champion. Like, she is the star in the women's division.
1: So whatever belt anybody else has is irrelevant. Especially now, since Bianca doesn't have the other one, because she's the only yeah. other you can argue is Rhea's level. And uh, now she don't have it. So it's interesting. It is, it's one c- belt. I couldn't have cared who won, but whatever. I, I
0: like it. the ending. I like the the mist of the fingers. Yeah. But we okay. got to say, to sell that more, you really got to have... Like, Bianca selling it by the stairs. Like, she has mist in her eyes, and she's, like, freaking out about it. I'm like, where's someone with a towel? You know? Like, just p- play it off. Sell it. But it's she's so- just... Freaking out and just like, oh, the camera's on me. Freak out because the camera's on me. I need, I need a uh, water. I need something. It's just like, wh- where's the other production side, you know?
1: Just the little it, things like that that are missing from wrestling in the last 20 years.
0: Yeah. Because I'm just watching her freak out. I'm like, th- like, I'm like, your acting is really bad right now. Like,
1: but, uh, but they're actors. Uh,
0: mm. So, Corey. Here, I have a
3: question for you. Yeah. So, why is the mist illegal?
1: Uh, I guess because they call it a foreign object. But if
3: it's in your mouth when this match starts, is it a is it? It's not like it's like dead house with the teeth. Is it really
1: a foreign object? I mean, not really. If you're being honest, I guess by the rule, especially since like. Remember with Hollywood Hogan and then Cody years later, they could take the weight belt off and just whip people with it.
3: Exactly. Or um, <laughs> like I just, it's it's just, I mean it's like you know blue or whatever, but like it's just like spitting on somebody. Like what's the difference?
1: Yeah, there's I mean you you've got a point. It I guess it's because uh, it blinds them. I guess is their thought rationale. But it, yeah, it should. It's just like spitting. It shouldn't be. "Quote unquote illegal." Cool. Oh. I think Braun Breaker just accidentally bitch slapped a fan by selling a chop.
3: Oh, because uh, <laughs> we're not going to talk about uh, Night of Champions probably ever, or not Night of Champions, uh, the NXT show you're watching. Did you see that Noam Dar spot, Corey? Yes, I did. Oh my God, Joe showed me that while we were watching the uh,
0: AEW show. Jesus Christ. He's missed uh, the apron by that much. um, much. <laughs> and then our next match at Night of Champions for the SmackDown Women's Championship, Rhea Ripley defeats Natalia in one minute and ten
1: seconds. Please, I, mean, I know it doesn't matter anymore, and it's all fake as hell anyway, but what did Natalia do to earn a fucking title shot, please? tell me. It me. was
0: her birthday. Yeah.
1: Well, that's what happens That You just get title shots on your birthday? Yeah. In
0: Saudi well, Arabia. No. no uh, the storylines... Uh, I don't know why I know this. Uh, the storyline is basically Natalia stepped up to her, and then after we recorded last week, they announced that it was going to be a uh, a tag match, uh, a title match between the two, just because she stepped up to Rhea.
1: I know this is going to prove to be unpopular, but I gotta say it anyway. If you're only gonna have six to seven matches on a show, three women's matches is too much.
2: Yep. It just
1: is.
0: Yeah. Especially just, one not being a title match and it was just because yeah. it's the legend.
1: This was a waste. This yes, match it was. I mean, it, no doubt. The only thing it wasn't a waste for is the outfit Rhea was wearing.
0: I I think the spot of the match was Dominic jumping into Rhea's arms and pointing and laughing at Natalia. Yeah, oh, that, that was funny as hell.
1: The match itself there was nothing about it yeah. that was worth shit. Nope i I will a, say What well, Corey? I said I'd almost give it a dud.
3: I mean that's fair. That's a fair rating. I uh that she's my mommy shirt is the first WWE shirt I've wanted in like fifteen years.
1: She's my mommy. That's <laughs> not God damn it.
0: Uh, the next match is a singles match. Uh, Brock Lesnar defeats Cody Rhodes in nine minutes and forty seconds.
1: This was about as perfect as they could have done for the storyline they are telling, which is he hurt his arm. It gives Cody an out because he wouldn't quit. It gives Brock the second the, the the win of his own, which sets up the third match tiebreaker probably at Summerslam. Perfect storyline yeah. telling 101. Nothing to really talk about.
3: I agree with all of that. The, uh, my only thing, and it's nitpicky, is I hate that before the bell even rang, I was like, well, Cody's going to pass out from the pain. Yep. It was obvious. Because they, they can't be creative.
1: My only gripe about the match, uh, besides the fact that that was the obvious ending, was, and this is a thing, particularly in WWE for like, in fact, I can pinpoint the night it started, if you want to get uh, technical. But uh, guy, the guy gets put in a crippling finish on a hurt arm or leg and still sells it for about five minutes before anything happens. No, that's not how the real world works. Uh, he put that Kimura on, on him, he should have passed out within a minute instead of reaching the ropes after four and then going back to it. And I can tell you the night it started was WrestleMania 21 when Kurt Angle locked Shawn Michaels in that ankle lock and he sold for about five minutes before tapping out. And WWE loves to do that. I don't know why. It, to me, it just ruins the... Even if you get invested into the match, to see someone sit in a camera for five minutes with a broken arm already and he's not passed out or giving up, this takes me right the fuck out of it.
0: The thing for me about this match was I made the joke to Booble about it yesterday, about how, you know, when you're, you know, those memes of like when you watch wrestling and then your friend walks in to see what you're watching and it's something like, you know, the infamous Hogan and warrior meme from mania. Yeah. Well, I had that moment with when, when, Cody's sitting on the lap of Brock, like passed out.
4: <laughs> like,
0: if someone walked in on me watching wrestling and they're like, "What's this?" I'm like, "Um, he passed out because he's in a submission <laughs> move." It's like, "Yeah, damn, you know, like that's not." What do you mean? What's this? It's too sweaty, dude. Without
3: shirts on, c- cuddling each other. we talking yeah, about? Yeah,
0: there's no way out of this one. You know, there's no. <laughs> Just gotta go. Yeah. Yep, it happened.
1: But it was about what I, it was exactly what needed, what it needed to be and what it was going to be. So I can't complain about it.
3: Yeah. I, did, I liked the match. I, I actually thought it was probably my best, my favorite match of the night, to be honest.
1: Uh, yeah, I would say it was just the only other one would be Rollins and AJ because that could have been so much more. This is easily my match of the night. Mm-hmm. Easily. Uh, so yeah, let's get to that main event. Easily my match of the night, Joe. Not that I'm downplaying what's about to come up, but easily, easily Brock Lesnar and Cody Rhodes was my match of the night. So what was left? Last
0: night, match of the night was the tag team match for the undisputed tag team championships as Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn defeat the bloodline of Roman Reigns in solo in 26 minutes and 25 seconds.
1: Um, you know what it was to me? It was a raw main event. It was perfectly fine. But it wasn't anything special. It uh, I was just waiting for the storyline aspect to kick in, and it did, uh, <laughs> and it did, and that's exactly that's what it, it was a ramen event.
0: I I know we talked about how you know you you mentioned it in the last show about how you kind of felt you know the fact that Sammy and Kevin went over there you know and Sammy's been fighting like I'm not going over there because. You know what the the what they do wrong yeah. over there, and now there's like a peace treaty. And like I'm over there. Yep. Um, I I will say I did like the pop that Sammy got. Oh,
1: of course, it, it was an emotional moment for him to be sure, and that was cool. Yeah. But I think they made a mistake here too by not letting the other team win. I it would actually have been more interesting.
0: I would. Yeah. I, I I
1: honestly thought the Bloodline was going to win because Cause after. And I'm still, and it's okay. I'll be proven right eventually so I can still talk about it. Um, once they goofed up last month uh, and fucked up the winner of that match, I'm, at this point, I think they should give every title in the company to Roman.
3: That's what I said last night. Yeah. He should have every fucking belt on the goddamn company.
1: Give him the tag titles. Let him be Gunther for the Intercontinental title. Demolish Derry for the U.S. title. If he wants to, he can beat the fuck out of uh, Rhea take the women's title. Go to uh, NXT. So hey, that, first of
3: all, uh, first of all, calm, I, calm
0: down. Calm down. That's the one he NXT, won't get,
1: you yeah. know? Go to NXT, take all their fucking belts. Uh, go to Impact and just take their world title. Why not? It'll get lost in the shuffle of all the belts on your shoulders. Uh, but, Why not? So the not?
0: Triple H meme will be uh, real and ver- with Roman, though.
1: That way, next year at WrestleMania, when he beats Cody again, he can keep all 65 titles.
0: I can give you one, kid. There you go. And then,
1: and then um, they'll, have nights, they'll have two nights of solid undercard matches nobody gives a fuck about because the only person in the company <laughs> that matters is one match.
0: Well, he's over a thousand days, brother. Um, no, this match was me- – I agree this is a Raw main event, current day Raw main event, to the fact of, again, it's the same shtick of, oh, look, the Usos are coming in. Oh, they super kicked. Sammy, they superkick Owens. Oh, they accidentally superkick Solo. Roman sees this, and then, you know, Jimmy is the one that superkicks Roman and says he got this.
1: Oh yeah, now you can see we're in an odd month because it's Jimmy who's at odds with uh, the blood by now, so it's Jay.
0: <laughs> because uh, it should have been J. Because
1: the. This is still the most compelling storyline in the history of the company.
0: Because Jimmy was the one that, you know, Jay's the one that has the PTSD. As we've said before, if Roman to lose the title, it should be Jay because it's, you know. But they won't so, pull that trigger. They won't pull that. So it's Jimmy now the one saying he's the head of the table. He's the one that's going to be taking care of Roman. And it's
1: like, all well, fairness, <laughs> Jimmy could be the head of the table if, if the head of the table means you have more DUIs than the other three combined.
2: Boom, roasted.
0: now the match was meh, and once once the usos got involved i'm like oh it's wrestlemania all over again oh it's the last
1: pay-per-view it's the one before that they need to do something different in these fucking matches they're all just becoming incredibly the same-ish and that's gonna lose a lot of luster off they have done good bits with the storyline but people are way overboard on how green it is um and they're starting to, it's starting to just be the same fucking finish to every goddamn paper you made of it.
2: That's not good
1: do, I, do you think they watch the video libraries they've, they've uh, accumulated?
3: No, not a chance.
1: Okay, what? Well, like I don't know, <laughs> the bloodline fighting with each other and getting getting cross-eyed with each other. It's becoming like the NWO fighting off Sting every week on Nitro. Kind of getting samey.
2: Yeah. So what did you guys think overall of the show?
1: Uh, It was a mid... mm, Fair to Midland show for me. Like, it wasn't terrible. It wasn't bad. Uh, They've had some really bad Saudi Arabia shows. This was not bad. But it didn't have anything... Excellent on it. It had a good Brock Cody and a pretty good Rollins AJ and everything else was just there for me.
0: Agreed.
2: But I can't call that bad.
1: No. But now I'm really looking forward to the conversation.
0: Of NXT Battleground? Uh, no. Oh, okay. (laughs) What? Uh, where are you at, by the way, on your watch?
1: I'm in the main event right now.
0: I gotta say, I would say one thing about the card. Is I'm seeing, uh, there's a spot in the match that they're calling it's the best ever. And I'm like, no. What
1: was it?
0: It's in the Hayes-Breaker Hayes uh, match of Hayes does a springboard and Breaker spears yeah. him. and yeah, like, I
1: just watched it. You just it, saw it? And he kicked out, yeah. It yeah. was good. It was good, but it yeah. wasn't like one of the greatest spots of all time. Well, that's what a
0: lot of people. I'm like, just shut up. How was the DiJack match?
1: Oh, that was the by far the match of the night.
0: There it is. All right.
1: Uh, yeah, but I I can tell it's not going to break it. Yeah. Um, and this isn't terrible. It's just there.
0: Okay. Oh, yeah. So let's talk about double or nothing, shall we? Yep. So we did miss the first pre-show match. Um, because we went to get, we had to go get food. Um, so the first match that we missed, uh, it was the Hardys with hook defeating Ethan page and the guns in 15 minutes and 10 seconds meeting the Hardy. Matt Hardy takes ownership of Ethan pages contract.
1: I paid close attention to this match. I was really keyed in, uh, mostly cause I was watching it late at night. I watched the buy-in last night. Okay. And, um, there are, there's only really, really only one thing. I, well, there's a couple of things that came up. Matt Hardy is washed as all fuck. Um, his body just cannot do it anymore. And the guns and Ethan Page are really good at what they do. Um, that's that's my thoughts.
0: All I saw from the match and was Jeff Hardy doing the uh, trying to do the springboard and he slips and just eats it hard.
1: Yeah, which was a story part of the match. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah, yeah. The commentary really played in with it. Okay.
3: I'm not saying that Ethan Page doesn't have something. I just, it's not there for me. I'm just not seeing whatever it is that people see yet.
1: Well, okay, let's clarify. Like, I think he's a good, solid mid-card hand. Um, but that's it. Like, I don't see anything further than that for him. But he's really good at the stuff that you need to do to be a good heart, good uh, mid-cart hand. Like, he's he's got size, he's got moves, he's got charisma even. He can talk. He knows where to be and what to do. But he's not going to be anything more than that.
3: So he's never going to ascend to Paul Roma level.
2: No, no, no.
0: What did you give it, by the way, too?
1: Oh, uh, two to three quarters or so? It was a fine
2: tag match for the buy in.
0: OK, and what were you going to say with the guns?
1: They're just really good.
0: Yeah, uh, I don't not... think they should have lost the titles, by the way.
1: I don't think they should have ever had the titles yet. They weren't ready for it. But it fit the storyline for all three teams combined. So I understand why they gave them to them. But they weren't ready yet. Uh, They still have a little learning to do, but they're really good. And they're going to be even better.
0: And then the uh, first match for the pay-per-view on the main card, the 21 Blackjack Battle Royal for the AW International Championship as Orange Cassidy eliminates Swerve Strickland last at 22 minutes and 25 seconds. I will say this: they, I think they missed out on doing that blackjack way that they did it years ago. Like five people coming at a time, and yeah. then the one wild card. This year is just their simple black battle royal gimmick of everybody starts on the outside and then go. Like if this is the blackjack one, it should be the five 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 one.
1: Actually, uh, I liked it overall. I enjoyed it. I liked the ending because that's, that's a perfect Orange Cassidy ending where yeah, he could do a super move to like knock Strickland off, but just kicked a hand off the rope. I thought that was funny. Um, And I thought it was a good uh, battle royal. Well, it wasn't great, but it was good.
3: It's Imagine. hard to have a really good battle royal. Like... I it's like just a book. kind of. It's just a it's a hard match to book. It's a hard match to work and have whatever you do mean anything if you're not in the final like four, because you just get lost in a mass of humanity, and so you don't. There's no way to stand out, and it's not like even in a bad way. It's just it's impossible to stand out in an environment like that.
1: They did a good job of some of the guys. I thought Big Bill looked good. Um. I thought uh, Strickland was really good with how smart he was not getting into the end. And and I'm not surprised. The people that you thought would get pushed towards the end were the ones who got pushed. Um, I'm glad he won because I think this would have been a lame way to take the belt off him. He's done a good job with that belt. A lot of title defenses has actually made it more prestigious than the TNT title because with whatever the fuck's going on with that thing over the past six seven months. Um, I like it. I'd probably give it, what, three and and a quarter? For a battle royal? About fair.
0: Okay. And then our next match is a unsanctioned match as Adam Cole defeats Chris Jericho as we have Sabu as the special guest enforcer. 17 minutes.
1: Yeah, here's where we're running into some issues. Um, Let's see. I liked a lot of the match. I I admit I got a perverse kick out of Sabu, just immediately almost jumping through a table for no reason. Um, But it could have been done better. I didn't like certain parts of it.
0: I didn't like this match, to be honest.
1: At all? At all. At, at uh, all, I didn't either. I can't. Well, yeah. I'm, oh, trust me. I, I want to hear.
0: I, I, it's just sluggish. It's just the idea of first off, Sabu. It was just funny because it looked like he slipped and he just went through the table. Like, that was the planned spot, but he's just like, you know. well,
1: that was half of his prime. Oh, I know that,
0: but
4: I'm just saying, <laughs> like,
0: but you know, he was doing this one for all the jugglos and juggalettes and you know, whoop whoop. Um,
1: yeah. Whatever he just said, guys. <laughs> <laughs> the superhuman right
0: there. Um, no, I just, to me, it's just that, I don't know. Adam Cole never got out of out of first gear because he was with Jericho. And the idea of, you know, the, the storyline for Cole was that he's going to beat up every limb possible for Jericho. And then the match ends with the fact that Jericho can't defend himself. So it's Cole throwing those massive UFC fight strikes for um, Aubrey to stop the match. And then like the whole crowd was like, what? Like, I don't know. I just, again, Jericho being Jericho match. in my mind.
1: Oh, that made perfect sense to me. He wanted to beat him. He wasn't worried about pinning him. He wanted to beat him lifeless, and that's how they fucking finished the match. He couldn't defend himself. They had to stop it. Yeah, or,
2: I guess but I, I would have been okay with the ending of that.
3: If Adam Cole didn't throw Dark Order level punches, those were absolutely abysmal.
1: Yeah. I'm not going to defend those. Yeah,
3: So I'm just like, you couldn't defend yourself from nothing hitting you in the face? So it's a bold strategy, but you know. It's a... He he does like Trump, so I can understand how Chris Jericho would just quit, so that makes sense.
1: That is a pandemic in the wrestling business. I wish they would work on strikes. Industry ride. I mean, fucking hell. You've got Jeff Jarrett in the locker room. I don't teach everybody to throw a goddamn southern punch. Jesus Christ. I mean, I, you have You Honestly, you have Billy fucking Gunn who can throw a good punch. Yeah. But see, nobody, none of the, uh, and this doesn't include Cole or Jericho because i want gun guns, but nobody wants to listen to the Vets anymore. Nobody wants to take any advice. I know everything uh, to do myself.
2: Idiot. Uh, But yeah, I just...
3: Nothing about this match did it for me. Um, At some point, they became handcuffed, and it became a chain match? Yeah. Out of nowhere, I was... sort of lost, and... I didn't mind the Brit spot. I thought it made sense. Uh, And she went to fucking town on Jericho, let me tell you. Jesus. Um... Soraya is just a dearth of anything that matters.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, they're regretting that one, no doubt. Uh, oh, that's a, I can't get that money back. <laughs> sounds like I'm the high one, and I had it in like three.
0: Um, let's go. Yeah, I. Yeah, all right, let's go to the next match. As is F, it's for the tag team championships as FTR defeats Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal in 20 minutes with Mark Briscoe, the special guest referee, as this is the Vegas screw job. Yep.
1: Sorry, sorry. I don't, know.
2: I don't know why Jeff Jarrett uh,
3: just can't get that win, man. I don't know if they have it against Jeff Jarrett in the locker room, but man, messed
1: up. Uh, I thought this was good. Not great, but good. Um, uh I'm trying to think of like hot takes for it, but I really don't have one Karen Jarrett looks-
0: Jer- with the spot of the night, I guess, right
1: oh, a bong then it falls down either
0: yeah
3: <laughs> i uh Jerk. I'm gonna borrow something that uh the influencer said on his recap video i I actually agreed with it a lot but uh while it wasn't you know a five star classic tag match by any means uh it was the perfect palate cleanser to
0: that previous match it was. Yes, it was.
1: It, well, Everybody in the match... Uh, here's one thing, and this, this is praise, even though it sounds like half-hearted. But it's, it's, everybody in this match knew their role, knew what was expected of them, and played it to perfection. No one uh, trying to steal the show. No one out there trying to make it about themselves. They just did what they needed to do to have the match they were supposed to have.
3: So I didn't watch uh, Impact Ever, because I don't hate myself. Um, Karen Jarrett has
1: some fucking heat, huh? Jesus, no, she's she can get heat like a motherfucker. Oh yeah, she's, and she was giving it back to him like it was. I yeah. was enjoying watching her specifically in this match. She's a heat magnet. Dude, dude. I've seen her do some. I've seen her spit back at fans who spit on her.
3: <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, <laughs> Joe, can I can I tell Corey my uh, nitpick that I said last night in this match? Yes. So Mark Briscoe, special guest referee. Uh, that's fine for most of it. My only issue with it is that we have seen Mark Briscoe walk through literal hell and win a match. <laughs> he takes one El bong and is unconscious for twenty minutes.
1: It's the power of Jeff Jarrett, Damon. <laughs> Yeah, no, I okay. had the same spot. I was like, "All right, I've seen this dude like get piled driven on cinder blocks and then still win the match." <laughs> but it's on. a
3: it's a plywood guitar, Doug.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> by by the way, my uh, just quick thing of Night Champions. My spot of the night for Night Champions is when Roman spears the ref and then gets up and he's like, "What's with this guy?"
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, like, and then.
3: And to be fair, that ref ate that fucking spear.
0: Yeah, but old El Cabong, the power of Jared, as Corey says, and uh, I mean that's we, a fair point. I yeah. can't dispute that. Let's go to the next match, as it was a ladder match for the AEW TNT Championship, as Wardlow defeats Christian Cage in 17 minutes and 10 seconds.
2: Uh.
3: Yeah, I felt like this kind of went back to the Jericho Cole level.
1: Uh, it never got going to me. It didn't ladder match. It would have benefited Wardlow a hell of a lot more if it wasn't a ladder match.
3: And and what I don't ever need to see again is Christian in a fucking ladder match. Like, dude, can we not kill this dude? That would be great.
1: What was with the zombie Arn Anderson though?
0: Take, he takes bites out of thumbs and crime.
1: Like fucking that was unexpected. I'm like, what the hell's going on here?
0: Did you I I, I don't know if you guys oh. seen the new the new meme with Arn uh, the, the aftermath of him covered in like the blood and stuff and then someone posted him near a photo of a pie with a smiley face in it and it's like, Yep, that's Arn right there. Oh, that's rude. <laughs>
3: that's
1: so,
0: that's so uh, mean.
1: Yeah, I mean there was some dangerous spots in here to be sure. But uh eh,
0: we thought it. we we thought Warlow there might have been something wrong with him when he did the the that lucha jump. libre move of jump from the top rope onto the ladder. Ca- onto the breaks the ladder, Yeah. Breaks the ladder and then we're like, uh oh, did something happen to him? And just
3: Having somebody who looks like Wardlow do like Jeff Hardy moves, takes away the entire point of Wardlow.
1: Exactly. Just because you can do him doesn't mean you should. I want to see him fucking just annihilate people, just fucking be him with his brute strength and badassery. That's what you do. <sighs> they, not this.
2: They have completely fucked
3: Wardlow since double or nothing last year and I don't understand how something was given to you on the silver plowder and you can just bubble it like this?
1: Yeah, no, I, I'm not. I have no
2: answer for that. Hopefully. Because, like, I
3: hate, I really am growing to dislike day by day the Orange Cassidy thing. But you're right when you say that his title means a fuck ton more than a TNT title. At this point, they need to get it the fuck away from Wardlow.
1: See, I've gone the complete opposite, ironically, on that. I'm way more into Orange Cassidy now. I buy it. I get it. I get the whole stocking thing. But yes, I, I'd be fine if Wardlow just went to WWE. I'd be fine. Whatever.
0: <laughs> so so would they. Out. Yeah,
1: yeah, we'll let them go. But
0: yeah, but, with him doing the Hardy moves, by him that big and strong, like him, like him doing the Swanton off the ladder in the aisle way and kind of doing a Jeff-esque of just missing the. First table and going through the second one.
1: He can't talk shit, so he'll get he'll get over great in WWE. Yeah,
0: and then the uh-huh. uh, the spot of Arn pushing Christian off the ladder and Wardlow catches him and then power bombs him was cool, but people said be- it w- would have been a lot cooler if it like one motion, you know, if they were able to do that, but hard to
1: so like, rely, I- pal. I didn't hate Jericho and Cole as much as you guys did, so for me, this is the first, like, miss of the night. Where I was just like, eh, okay, I get it. That match wasn't perfect, the second one, but this one just felt unneeded to me. Uh, that's kind of one. <laughs> yeah.
0: Then we go from that to our next match, the AEW Women's World Championship as Tony Storm defeats Jamie Hayter in three minutes and five seconds. Coming into the show, Hayter was legitimately hurt. So they do the whole the outcast beat her up before the match.
1: So and just the idea of
4: I love it. I love everything.
1: Fuck yes. How could you not? She's legitimately hurt and can't really work. So you need to get the belt off her somehow. So you do the beat down, the interference, it makes her look strong while she still loses because she's gonna have to take time off. Yeah, what's not to like about this? Plus, the storyline now is picture perfect. You take the belt off her, she gets rehabbed, and then hey, the British girl wins it back at Wembley. Makes all the sense in the world. This is perfect. Uh
3: I like I sort of I halfway agree with you, Corey. I uh I think that would be a great plan. Except the Thunder Rosen just came back, so that's for sure gonna she's for sure gonna beat Tony Storm. That's for sure gonna happen. Uh and I I like the idea of it, but I just feel like if she was really that... Like, what's the injury? I don't know what the injury is, actually.
1: It's the shoulder. Yeah, something the shoulder,
3: okay.
1: torn.
2: I just feel like she, if you were going to do that, and you should have, like, she got too many, like...
3: Like, she worked too much for being that seriously hurt. It really should have been more of a beatdown where she got no offense in. Now, credit to Jamie Hayter. She is tough as... Fuck, dude. I loved her performance in this match. I just didn't like the match because it really wasn't a match.
1: Yeah. No, I knew going in it wasn't going to be because the injury was real. About a week out, I was like, oh, you know, they're going to have to do, like, a a real quick, like, fucking schmoss kind of deal. So I wasn't. I like do.
3: That. I prefer this over than just, like, them making an interim champion or some horse shit.
1: Yeah, that shit yeah. hopefully is dead because that didn't work at all.
0: I, I'm kind of – I just – wish it went it didn't go as long as it did like uh, you know just it went three or five like maybe like, half uh
1: it'd be hard to do anything in a minute and a half really uh three, yeah. three minutes isn't very long Rhea Ripley did <laughs> I disagree,
3: sir I mean I think a that. lot in a minute and a half
0: uh, Rhea Ripley did it in a minute and one not too long ago <laughs> um Let's go to our next match. It is an open house rule six-man tag team match for the AW World Trio Championship Open Challenge as the House of Black takes on and defeats the acclaimed in 15 minutes and 30 seconds.
1: Now, I'm going to guess, based off so far how the good night is gone, you guys hated this too.
3: uh I didn't actually I actually liked it more than I thought I would going into it uh I mean first of all, the max pass rap was, Oh my
0: God
1: <laughs> how you get away with doing blackface
0: that Dude. and then getting cucked, getting cucked by uh a, kid a boy named, named Dominic Do, a boy named Dominic I'm
1: ominous, but you're getting cucked by a little boy named Dominic
3: um so that right. is fucking brilliant. Um, but so because as somebody who doesn't watch a lot of the weekly television, because let's be honest, it's not good. Um, okay. I like I like the the lighting for the House of Black matches. The rules are weird as shit. They're weird as shit, but I like the theater lighting they do. I think it gives it a different look.
1: Plus, Julia Hart was out there, and that's a big plus.
3: I don't think the producer liked the tinfoil she had
0: on her nails. <laughs> <laughs> hey. No, I so I I didn't mind this match. I think what bothers me is I like the lighting, but I, if you remember the first match they did, it was pitch black. You know, there wasn't the diamond lighting around the into the fans.
1: It's Van Gogh lighting, guys. Fango. Yeah.
0: Uh, I I just I like the pitch pitch black spot the around the but, lighting.
1: I like this much better. It's more unique looking.
3: Yeah, this uh, reminded me of like um when they would turn the lights down on Nitro for like an NWO promo.
1: Yeah, yeah. I liked and I also like the match because I like the structure. It was just a old school uh six man tag where they kept one guy in peril forever. Used Mm -hmm. um, chicanery to keep him in. It really told the story. Then he gets the hot tag. Billy Gunn goes crazy, but then quickly succumbs to the kick and loses. Um, I really liked the structure of it.
3: I I mean, to be honest, of everything we've talked about so far, it's like to this point, it's probably my match of the night, to be honest. Because. Oh, go ahead. One thing we haven't talked about yet is this crowd was fucking trash the whole night. Today, Caster at least got them to care.
1: Caster's rap is magnificent, but this was a coming out for Bowens to me. Not just on mic, but in ring, too. He's really improved.
0: Yeah. Yeah, the crowds was horrific. I, um, the, hor- I've always thought Bowens was, was better than Caster anyways.
1: In ring, he always was, but he's gotten even better in ring. But he's also, but he's really become like it's funny. Caster does the raps, but Bowen is the promo of the team. Yeah, and that was not the case when they started.
0: Yeah, no, I Bowen's, you know, he was pretty He, were, he was, he's been getting a
1: lot better. So, you know what it is? He's more comfortable. You can tell he's more comfortable with who he is on TV.
3: Were you saying the lights were too bite for villains?
2: Yes.
1: <laughs> exactly. We need Jeff Mack to tell us about the lights switch and how it played a part in the show.
0: Um, I'll let you know now. One, uh, there may he may be coming in August. He, he is being Jeff Mack way of, I may or may not be. So we don't know yet. We just found out like yesterday. So Jeff Pack oh, is the Bray Wyatt of no-sell entertainment. Yes, we don't know what's going on with him.
1: I'm sure you'll find out before I do, and I'll find out three days after he's been here. I'll,
0: I'll keep you informed. <laughs> okay. uh, the, our next match is for the AEW TBS Championship as Jade Cargill defeats Ty Vackery to be 60-0 in 8 minutes and 50 seconds. I'll just do the whole thing. This whole segment can go Thank fuck you. itself. Okay. And then after the match, uh, Mark Sterling says uh, Jade can beat anyone, any place, any time. And then Chris Statlander comes out. And we're having a match. And then Statlander beats Jade, uh, Jade Cargill in 48 seconds.
2: Mm-hmm. This, well, let's go. Come on.
0: What's that? This
3: This whole fucking segment. Can go fuck it, so. First of all, of Valkyrie should have beat her to begin with. Because now you just wasted Taya Valkyrie. Now she is completely irrelevant like everybody else Jade beats. And you bring back Chris Statlander, who I'm pretty sure is probably already hurt. Because it's fucking Monday and she probably pulled an ACL, pulling her bags to the airport or some shit. She's going to get hurt. She's not going to keep this belt. So she's going to go right back probably to Jade. Or to of Valkyrie, who should have just fucking had it in the first place. And then you could have built to a Taya chris Statler mash where chris Statler probably would have gotten hurt anyways fuck
0: this whole segment joe um as i as i was talking to good old jr about this this is a real whole wwe moment right here with uh, stantlander making the coming out anywhere any place type stuff um for the match before, I believe you guys. I think Corey, you said you think Valkyrie was going to win because it would help Jade. Probably, I don't remember. <laughs> I think I, if I recall, I believe you said that you would you for Valkyrie to win too.
3: I I for sure said Valkyrie
0: was going to win. Just to get the streak over with and stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. And we got and... the streak over.
1: Ironically, it's that reason alone right there that I didn't mind this at all. I think they they finished the streak in a way that does the least amount of damage to Jade. She still has the aura because she went through an incredibly hard match with Taya. Granted, Taya, look, Jade Cargill's two best matches she's ever had with Taya. So that should tell you, yeah, she probably should have won this belt. Having said that, they've wanted Statlander forever. That was the plan forever. and. They were waiting for her to come back. So I thought, okay, once he started talking anywhere, I, I got what was going on. I was like, oh, they're honky Tonk man, and this, this motherfucker, the whole, right?
0: The whole arena did once they started looking at the stage. Yeah. Once it, yeah.
1: The, what do you expect? He's talking about an open challenge anytime, anywhere. Of course they're going to look at the stage. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I didn't mind it because it, it keeps Jade... Plausible deniability for a heel especially is everything and keeping their heat. She won the actually contracted match and wasn't, you could say she wasn't ready, wasn't prepared, all this crap. It's plausible deniability, keeps her strong. It makes Statlander over because she has the belt. Taya, it damages Taya a little bit, but then Taya can always get a bit of an attitude, attack Statlander, and then boom, you've got another ready made match too there. So even in that sense, I don't mind it.
2: Yeah,
0: uh, I want to say Booba made the joke because uh, you could have the Valkyrie stat because Valkyrie was still out there. And yeah, we noticed that. You know, Boo was like, ha, you know, she's still out there.
1: I'm on an island here. I thought this shit was much better than everybody else has. Mm. I kind of figured you yeah. guys would think it sucks because I went online after I watched it and everybody was talking about how it was a terrible show. And I was like, that's not what I watched. It wasn't fucking fantastic, but it wasn't terrible.
0: I think this is the, to me, I think this is the worst show. It was still a good show. Still a good show, but it's the worst of them out of all yeah, the paper views they've done.
1: I can think of three that I think are way worse than this.
0: Our next match was a four-way match for the AEW World Championship as MJF defeats Sammy Guevara, Darby Allin, and Jungle Boy Jack Perry in 27 minutes and 50 seconds
1: talk about your terrible tv not this match but the whole angle building up to it um, yeah, that was. Mm. i guess that means mjf isn't a visionary because it was
2: all his idea uh well
3: maybe they need different pillars too because this is the thing is like that was fine like uh, like right. it, it it might have been mjf's idea right for the build-up but that's fine but this is also like where like it's not just tony khan having the book and not knowing what he's doing he needs to also learn how to tell people no to their ideas like not everybody can just do whatever they want sometimes you to be like no or if he sees it's not like have the ability to ad lib like we've we've brought up many examples where he just can't call it audible when it's three weeks in or four weeks in and clearly this pillars thing is not building the way they hoped it would, they all hoped it would and we all did, but it wasn't building that way. They needed to pivot to just pick one of the guys and pivot to a singles match. And so they just made two months of boring ass television and got a, they got a good match out of it, but you know, the ending was never in doubt.
1: It's the storyline itself that I think sucked. It's, You could have done this match and just went about it a different way. Instead of everybody pitching and moaning about their spots and where they were in the car, you just have all three of them just continue to win week after week and get stronger and stronger. And then, hey, we can't decipher a number one contender. So guess what? You have three of them now. Then you can bring up that they happen to be the four pillars, but that's about it. And then they're all strong going into it.
2: That's how I would have done it. And it's.
1: I can't think of a different title match you could have done at this big review. With Not if you wanted
3: the- to have all four in them, no.
1: Well, no, I just mean period. Like, there's... I don't think... I can't think of another wrestler to put in here with MJF right now. Every, with, where everyone else was on the card, there really wasn't anybody else.
0: No. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed this match. Uh. I just... I, it was that, you know... The old, the whole wrestling trope of hey, this is not the main event, but it's because the you know uh, what, three out of five double nothings, It's the chaos match that ends the night.
1: Yeah. This is this a uh, normal at this pay per view? Yeah. <clears throat>
0: um,
3: but I mean, uh, like I, this match didn't deserve to be the main event. I'm fine with it. Yeah.
2: yeah. Like you, you can't.
0: Mean, even in the press search, MJF mentioned how even he's like us and WWE, the the heavyweight title doesn't have to be always be the main event. Uh, I enjoyed this match. I like the spot they did when they did the, uh, you know. the Their mentors finisher.
1: Yeah, that was cool. They did a lot of cool spots in this in this match. Um, I feel bad for old Jack Perry there. Uh, before the fucking thing even starts, he just gets his regular old fucking entrance, and then the yeah. other I'll th- get special goddamn entrances.
0: Uh, yeah, Sammy I'm, announces. I'm with it. Sammy announces that Taya's pregnant. Darby gets the Elvis intro, and then but, and then MJF gets the chair spot. I
1: was like, uh, you couldn't have thought of something for Jungle Boy too. I mean, fuck. I, Right away, that just makes one of the four look incredibly less important than the others. Um, visually, that was a bad look to me. Um, I don't know what you would have picked. But you could have done something. Fucking hell.
0: Um, he could have swung, you know, uh, swing from a you know vine or something.
1: I mean, sure, as yeah. simple, stupid as that, you could have done something. Fucking hell, right. he just comes out normal like it's fucking Wednesday. Then the three of them all have special goddamn entrances. Um, it was a really creative four-way. And I like the ending, too. Even though you knew he would do uh, scum fuckery, uh, it was unique scum fuckery. That, that yeah, that was fun.
0: Because
3: he, he yeah, made the like, joke. I don't even know if it was scum fuckery. Like, it made sense in the match. And, like, apparently the match is no DQ, apparently. So, like, it was fine within the rules. It wasn't even fuckery.
1: Yeah, uh, remember Triple Threats, Four Ways, in both companies now are just no DQ. Just do what you want. <sighs> yeah. But I like,
0: I like the fact he was MJF on the the Dynamite prior to was doing the, like, you know, who knows, Darby? I might just beat you with a head over take, uh, headlock takeover again. And then boom. And then does it again.
1: I love it when they give you the finish, but do it in a way that you don't realize that they're giving you the finish.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
3: Uh, Corey, I have a question. Yeah. I saw saw this online. Uh, Like, I have no problem, but that's MJF's third match this year.
2: No, not really.
1: I've long been a proponent of the world champ you pay to see. The way it should be.
3: And even, Uh, like,
1: even,
3: even if he's not world champ, like a big attraction like an MJF. Like a Roman, like a punk, like they shouldn't. You shouldn't see them all the fucking time. Yeah, they definitely shouldn't wrestle all the time.
1: Yes, I agree. Now that I've been a proponent of for years, I'm fine if he doesn't. Uh, uh, kind of like I've been fine with Roman, although it's beginning to be a detriment to that company. I think but that's a different conversation. Um, yeah, no, dude, keep him special, keep him important, pay to see him. I'm fine with that. Like. I guess my
3: thing is, is like, he he wrestles so infrequently. How the fuck does he stay like so good in the ring?
1: That's a good question. I mean, I know he did. He wrestled a random Create a Pro event like uh, last week. Yeah. But that was just because that's like his home training company, and but I don't. Yeah, he's got to be getting ring time in, you know, practice for the mat, for the show maybe.
3: Cause he's never off. He's never missing a step. He's always crisp. Like he's in phenomenal shape. Yep.
1: Yeah, but it's uh, it's, a, it's a it's cool to him because fuck, that's I would imagine that's hard to do. Um. But yeah, and he stays special. I don't expect him working. He uh, Forbidden Door. He uh, has already talked shit about that show in the press. <laughs> I love, yeah, he did. I love how he's like, but the great old con pops me. <laughs>
3: yes. Yeah. It's <laughs> like he he weaves in kayfabe and non kayfabe effort, effortlessly, it's beautiful. Better
1: than anybody else. Uh, I'm interested to see what's next for him, because it looks like the Cole Jericho thing isn't done. I assumed it'd be Cole. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not done yet. I don't think it's gonna be any one of these three.
3: Nope. Uh, so... it, it honestly should have been Wardlow, but they have fucked that beyond repair at this point. Because Wardlow, besides Punk, and they shouldn't do the Punk thing right away. Like Wardlow has is the only one who has a built-in storyline with him.
1: Yeah, I don't know who you pick.
0: Yeah, I thought.
1: Question.
0: Yeah, I was, I thought it was Cole, but they're in, they're doing the mix match, the uh, Soraya and Jericho versus Cole and uh, DMD on Wednesday. So who knows if this is over yet? it's um, really. Him and I I love the MJF Candido bomb.
1: Yep, that was great.
0: And it's like, did I I not catch it? What was it? He did the power bomb off the top rope. Uh, uh,
3: Oh, yeah, got it. Sorry, I thought you meant something he said.
0: Oh, no, no, no. Then he's then he like hurt it, may may have hurt his arm, or he's just selling it to the point that when he did this presser, he had a cast on. So, again, selling the injury.
3: Honestly, I think it's a shout out. It's a shout-out to Cody,
1: to be honest. God damn it. Yeah, you're, not, you're probably not wrong there. <laughs>
0: and then the a main event for Double Nothing, the Anarchy in the Arena match, the Blackpool Combat Club of Brian Daniels, John Moxley, Claudio Castagnoli, and Wheeler Utah defeat the elite of Kenny Omega, Matt Jackson, Nick Jackson, and Hangman Adam Page as Real Utah gets the pinfall on Kenny Omega.
1: I love that. That was the perfect touch to it, too. Again, they, they see something in him and they want to continue. This is how you continue to build a guy. He wins the matches. He may mm-hmm. not have been the dominant guy, but he got the pin. And that's what mattered.
0: And MJF did in the presser how he didn't mind this not being the main event because he didn't want to roll around in Moxley's blood or Utah's <laughs> blood. And uh, Khan's like, Utah's the only one that didn't bleed. And he's like, huh, I guess good for him, I guess. But uh, still, wouldn't want to. Uh,
1: I liked this for what it was. It wasn't as good as last year's Anarchy in the arena. Um, I thought the Bucks looked terrible. That's what I thought. They just it just Every- looks so, so bad compared to everybody else's in the match. Everybody uh, else wh- laying it in, and those two just looked like they were playing wrestler. And I'm usually not that hypercritical, but it stood out like a sore thumb in this fucking match. Uh,
0: what did you think of the live band playing Wild Thing for about 80% of the mo- uh, of the match? And then what the uh, lead the whole- singer was wearing.
1: Oh, it's a mask with paint. And- I don't know. I didn't consider that blackface. Sorry, just didn't. Yeah. You
2: know.
1: I know that's what you were going I, for, but everybody online. I just, for.
3: They just—I mean—they did the music thing last year, and so like they just redid the same bit, not well, as not was, as well.
1: Yeah, then the super kick to finish it—that was an interesting way to do it. Um. <clears throat> uh. So uh, at the end, when when Kinesh came out and turned and sided with Callus. I immediately saw what was coming and I was like, okay, they're going to win the Blackpool Combat Club because this is obviously leading to Blood and Guts with Kaneska on uh, BCC side and um, and uh, fucking Ibushi on the Elite side. Oh, yeah. Clear clear as day. That's what I was like. Oh, cool. They're going to get Kota and it's going to be 5 out 5 for Blood and Guts.
4: All right.
3: Cool. Um, man, and, like, what you said earlier about the Young Bucks, it just drives it home for me again. Like, Kenny Omega is not my kind of wrestling. It's not. But I understand why he's a draw. I have no problem with him being a draw. I don't honestly dislike Kenny Omega. He's fine. He's just not my cup of tea. Fuck, I cannot stand the Young Bucks. They can go fuck themselves. They're pricks. They make everything worse. They're fucking terrible fucking wrestlers. And they drag him the fuck down.
1: They used to have good matches with this, uh, with the thought process they have and all that. But they've gotten older. And I don't know if their bodies are breaking down, but it's just not the same. And they're not cutting the mustard physically. And their shtick has passed wrestling by a little bit, although they're holding on to it for dear life.
3: Yeah, and they're uh, sick with like, you know, like, we're going to parody what a wrestler is, right? But then, like, when you start your own company, you become that parody that you were parodying.
1: Right? And it's like they haven't changed their thought process on it, but everyone else has. Yeah. It's like, alright, like, come on. <sighs> Whatever. They're the albatross that you're, you're stuck with, because...
3: I just... because st- like, They have Kenny Omega sort of in some sort of physical shape for like two more years, and you need to get the matches out of him that you can get out of him because then you can he can waste away for 10 years in trios matches.
1: Yeah, he's like, he's a he, you know what I'm thinking of Hiroshi Tanahashi this year. He has completely broken down to the point where he's pretty much stuck in trios and tag matches. Uh, you can't get any more out of his body, he's wanting, but his body was like, Sorry, dude. I'm done. Yep. and, and just that's,
3: get, gonna be a- Kenny Omega will be a draw for years, even just being in part of those matches. That's fine. But there are a lot of big singles matches you can still have with him that even he may have had matches in Japan that the American audience hasn't seen yet that you can do in the States. There's so much him- money still left with him.
1: You can do him in apushi, You can do him in Koneska. That'd be good. You can do... Uh, you know Abushi's going to come in they've never seen that in the states him and Abushi mm-hmm. they never uh, had a clear, him and Danielson had the match on Dynamite but never had a clear winner you can do Danielson and him still him and him and Cole money, him and Cole uh,
3: And I mean like of the whole group I bet you him and Punk could sit in the room and figure that they'd be fine honestly yeah. I think they they would be fine together
1: That's a money match him and him and Punk totally like, uh, and
3: and and not as a, not was it a, a money match, just a good match.
1: Yeah. Hell, you know what? They never even really saw him him and Jericho in Japan lit it up, but they haven't done that in AEW, have they?
3: I was gonna ask about that because I thought about that, but I did, I couldn't remember if they did him and Jericho.
1: <laughs> they did in the very early days. Yeah, wasn't that the main event of Double or Nothing the first?
3: Yeah, yeah, it's been a long time, so it would be fine I'm, to do it.
1: We're talking five years or four years. Yeah. So, yeah, there's tons of matches. Him and Kyle O'Reilly. Him and Roderick Strong. Yeah, there's Him and
2: and
0: MJF.
1: Yeah, him and MJF. Him and Darby Allin would be kind of weird fun. Oh, that'd
0: be uh, weird fun. That'd be weird fun. 2019 double nothing. It was Jericho and Omega for the title.
1: Yeah, that's why. Well, it wasn't for the title. It was just a match. They didn't have the title at the time.
0: Oh, oh, it was to be in the match at the... All out, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So yeah. yeah, there's lots you can do with him.
3: <laughs> like get through this blood and guts thing, and then
2: do something with him.
1: Not to mention the inevitable rematch with him and Osprey from Japan this year, which was fucking awesome.
0: Yep. Um, um Might be at Forbidden King Forbidden Door. I was gonna ask or... Forbidden Door maybe.
1: That could be Forbidden Door. They could be saving that for Wembley. I mean, it's that's that's it. They have so many options Uh, because you know, Omega. You know, Osprey is going to be at both shows. So, really, I would almost.
3: I think I'd rather have it at Forbidden Door only because Wembley like is going to sell so many tickets regardless of what you put on the show. Yeah, or like you could get a good pay-per-view buy rate with Omega and
1: Osprey. I'm so intrigued by what. Wimbly could be match wise. Because there's really you can do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah. Theoretically you want a hot main event. Uh theoretically, if people were all about doing business, it'd be a six man tag. But since that yep. ain't gonna be a cat, you could still do the um Omega Punk match, which I think will happen. It's it's only the young bucks who want absolutely fucking lutely nothing to do with punk and won't talk to him or anything. I know. So that Omega go mega I mean,
3: they wouldn't let uh, A Steel work on the show they weren't gonna be on. It's so you know? stupid. It's it's petty. <laughs> like, stupid. My God, they, like they, I I under- Like I get having like not being friends with Punk. Fine, but you're a grown ass man. Like I have been punched in my face fifty five fucking times. I don't take it personally, man. I move the fuck on from it. Who gives a shit? You had a black eye for a day. Move the fuck on.
1: Oh, well, I think it's just the fact that they're in a position to fuck with him that's
3: what they're doing oh uh,
1: so, man i don't like you and i'm, I'm just gonna fuck with you because i can't no. but it's whatever i uh, mean it's, it's petty it's petty i respect it i like to pay for you a lot better than you guys did i didn't yeah, think it was yeah yeah I, I think it's somewhere I,
3: i'm with the online people i thought it was their worst pay-per-view i disliked wow.
0: most of it I think I think for me just for me it didn't help that the crowd was wasn't involved because like at a, at a pay per view the crowd you know is involved with almost every match there might be that di- you know tired match but almost you know ninety percent of the time the crowd's involved in all the matches chanting this this to me this felt like a WWE show with the crowd not the wrestling just the crowd part just them being quiet and then popping when they thought they should be popping.
1: I um. I can never think this is the worst show ever when uh, All Out 2020 happens, so. As long as that show exists, it'll be probably my least favorite they've ever done.
3: I mean, Vegas is just a terrible town. Like, they should just... I know it's, like, the gimmick for the pay-per-view, but it's fucking terrible, dude. It's a terrible town to go to wrestling in. Yeah. It's It's a legitimate... Like, it's a boxing UFC town. It's not wrestling. Like, it's not what brings that kind of rowdy crowd there
1: and wrestling's never been a unless i'm like i i know most of my history pretty good i don't think vegas has mm-hmm. ever been terribly hot for pro wrestling been okay for uh, during certain stretches but i don't remember no fucking las vegas wrestling promotion <laughs> in the territory days
3: like the only place that would have ran vegas would have been like an la promotion right
1: Theoretically, yeah, uh, but I don't think they did that often back in the '60s and '70s. And when that that promotion went down, I know Vern gobbled it up for the AWA in the early '80s for TV and all that, and then they ended up running shows there, and they did all right. It became an AWA town, um,
2: but it but it didn't do you know great business.
4: Hmm.
3: Um. So what I don't so I don't remember what was on the All Out Twenty Twenty card. I don't. I
0: got. It. It. I still got it right in front of me. Yeah, go ahead, sir. Wait, the all out one. Yeah, all out. Okay. Um. Uh, you had two pre-show matches: Janella versus Serpico, uh, Serpentico, uh, yep. Serpentico. Yep. Uh, Serpentico. There we go. Sorry. Uh, Private Party defeated the Dark Order, and then we go to our first match on the main on the card of All Out 2020. Big Swole defeats Britt Baker in a tooth and nail match. So the <laughs>
4: uh
0: you know theater. Resident, yeah. yep. Uh the Young Bucks defeat Jurassic Express in just a tag match. Uh Lance Archer defeat uh wins the casino battle royal. Matt Hardy defeated Sammy Guevara, and this is like when Hardy damn near killed himself. Falling. Yep. Uh, Sheeta defeated Thunder Rosa in the, the women's title match. Uh, Eight-man tag: Matt Cardona, Scorpio Sky, and the night, Natural Nightmares of Ro- the uh, Dustin Rhodes and Q. T. Marshall defeating the Dark Order of Brody Lee, Colt Cabana, Eva Uno, and Stu Grayson. Uh, FTR defeats Omega and Paige uh, for the tag titles. Orange Cassidy defeats Chris Jericho in a Mimosa Mayhem match, and then the main event was Moxie defeating MJF and for the title with the title on the line. And Moxie could not use the finisher, Paradigm Shift,
1: also known as the pay per view that was in such sweltering heat that uh, everybody wrestled like they were in fucking quicksand. Well,
3: that was the one in Jacksonville, right? Because it's pandemic. Yep. Yes. Yep. That sounds pretty brutal. Not gonna lie, I don't remember yeah. it, but it sounds it, uh, brutal.
0: Well, once once I saw the first match, I was like, "Oh yeah, this ma- this this might just, not yeah." All out may be the worst pay per view.
1: That's easily worse than what was on last night. That, I mean, might, that,
2: that's you
0: know you might change my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Just seeing the big, Swole match, I'm like, oh yeah, this was that night. Yep, yeah, I can yeah. expect I can accept second worst, but yeah, I can't okay.
1: accept. Worst. I, I will, that-
0: I will make, I will make last night second worst. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, we had homework before we uh, end the show. As uh, Mr. Booble, what did you pick for us last week? I took us to the year 2008
3: to the Rose Garden in. Scenic Portland, Oregon, although Seattle's a better town. Uh, we went to to No Mercy. We watched Chris Jericho take on, uh, blanking on a name, Shawn Michaels in a ladder match.
1: <laughs> bl- bl- blanking on that name? Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, no. Awesome. Great match. Fucking five stars. Love this match. Um, Jericho was in rare form that year. This is the best feud of the year, easily. Um, this match knocks out Jericho's teeth. Fucking, oh, everything about this match is fucking awesome. I
3: so I had never so actually I would go last, Joe. Uh, okay.
0: you you attended in person, I believe, right? I did attend this. This was my first ever wrestling event that I went to, and. Just, you know, I still get it every time I walk into an arena and just like the, you know, the the chills, the goosebump chills like, oh, here we go. And then you just like you see the stage and you're like, OK, here we go. I'm actually at the show. And then overall, to be honest, the the pay-per-view itself isn't that bad. Um, but no, the ladder match was, is, you know, five stars. It's fantastic. But I had a fun time. I tried to see if I can point myself out. I think you can see me but I have to like, you know, where's Waldo at when they do like the wide shot where in the very beginning with the belts hanging, that's when you can maybe spot me, but again, that's like a where's Waldo. Damn. So for me, I had never seen this match.
3: Um, I had heard about it. And I can't I'm not going to say I disliked the match. But I liked it. But for me, it felt kind of just like a middle-of-the-road ladder match. I didn't really see anything in it like that was great. I remember the feud. I, me- I know the feud is incredible. It's such a phenomenal feud. But I feel like they had better matches than this. I just wasn't as into this as I thought I would
1: be. They did have better matches than this. This was the culmination after it was already kind of done. They just built one more for a title match. As Jericho out the belt now. Mm-hmm. Um, and... But- but they played the ladder match to the feud instead of the feud to the ladder match. Like it was personal and they didn't do a lot of high spots for the sake of high spots because it's a ladder match. It's time to be a ladder match. And these two were going to kill each other somehow to get the belt.
3: And that's what I was going to bring up is like, they just didn't do crazy high spot bumps. They used the ladder as an actual weapon, the way Sean and razor did in the first ladder match.
1: Yeah. Which is probably why I like it so much. I, I get tired of the, Non-stop crash, boom, bang, uh, ladder matches where it's just let's just do the next high spot. Oh, wait, hold on, we're starting this high spot over here while well, you're still doing that high spot over there. Calm down. Um, that happens in wrestling the last 20 years. Uh, I give Edge and Christian, Hardy's and Dudley's credit, but also some of the blame <laughs> for the last yeah. 20 years. Uh, and that's part of it. Is like it was just like crash, crash, crash. But yeah, no, I liked it. Uh, this is one of the, the classics, and then the first Oregon show I had not gone to—that's two
0: thousand. Oh, oh, because I let me like because I the the because we had Big Show versus Undertaker. We had I think a really good Triple H Jeff Hardy match.
1: That's a really good match.
0: That is. Um, but Batiste, a little bit Batiste, yeah, and JBL retires.
1: No, that's WrestleMania six
0: months oh, No, 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 oh, no, no, no. Hang on. Rey yeah. Mysterio versus Kane. No. That doesn't sound great. It was okay. It wasn't like.
1: Matt nothing. Hardy and uh, Mark Henry to start the night for the ECW. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is where JBL gets mad, but he still made money in the stock offer, so he doesn't care that he lost. At oh, six months, okay. Kane retires. After Ray beat him like thirty seconds.
0: Ouch. Um. Okay. I was gonna say I think the promo went longer than the match that he did after.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, but it was weird. Batista just kills him.
0: Yeah. Like my brother <laughs> when he got a drink, and he's like, "Wait, what happened?" He's like, "Oh, the match already ended."
3: Wait a minute! Your brother left during a Batista match.
0: Okay. Uh he left for he he uh he left for JBL. But no, I thoroughly enjoyed that 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 the whole cart night was awesome. So um. So I have a match in mind that I saw on the interwebs. I was like, you know what? I want this. But I don't know what year, don't know where. From so this is why I need Corey's help. Because I don't know if it's, that's a good match. They might have had other good matches. I don't know yet. So, All Corey. Right. Yeah. The match I'm looking at is a tag team match. So, yeah. But it involves four sweaty big men. Ooh, it's fucking mean. Yes. Vader.
2: And Bam Bam Bigelow. Taking on Doom.
0: Oh. Okay. Hold I on saw there. one on YouTube and there was one and it's like a twenty minute video.
1: Yeah, give me just a
0: second here. Cause I, I cause I saw that and I was like, okay, I want the good one if they had multiple matches. That's
3: how stiff. did you come across
0: this video? It came it was on Twitter. Like somebody just posted a, like a highlight film of this and I was like, I kinda wanna see this match. Hell yeah. So and also Corey has to give us the verification of where it's at, if it's on the, you know.
1: The, I'll see I'll get something after
2: after I'm done looking.
4: Uh, okay. Because so I saw it on Joe YouTube. Joe, while,
3: he, so while he's looking, uh, did yeah. you consider anything else?
0: Uh, I have. Um, just looking at some of the stuff. Uh, you know. A match I kind of want to go back and rewatch uh, some roads on roads action from AEW with the bloodbath. That's a good match. You know, I kind of want to go back so, to that.
3: Where are you guys at? Because uh, old JC, Jim Cornette, still thinks that's the best match AEW has ever had. It's up there.
1: Um, I'd have to think. I'd have to think of all their. I need, to,
0: I need to rewatch it because I know for sure. Um, I was not a fan just because of the fact that uh, Jr was in the room, so I got the Jr, <laughs> you know, rub.
1: <laughs> Funny how he can re- he can sway the thought process. Okay, I found it on the one on YouTube. I think that you found is the one that's like their only big match.
0: Okay. Yeah,
1: it's 14 minutes 59 seconds.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: It's uh, the name of the person who uploaded it is Rasslin Basement. Okay, it's J NJ, it's NJB, uh, NJPW Classics '91, Big Van Vader and Bam Bam Bigelow versus Doom. I'm sure I'll, I'll look for it later and then just link it in our chat. Okay, but yes, that's the one you're gonna watch.
0: Awesome. Okay, yeah, because I saw that, I was like, I assume Corey has seen this, but I want to see four sweaty men. You know, big <laughs> strong thing. sweaty men.
1: If one of them accidentally yeah. just kind of swipes the wrong way. That's going to be a stiff fucking man.
0: <laughs> gonna be a good receipt in this match, you know,
1: <laughs> just even a look the wrong way. And then all of a sudden they're going to be, have you seen Joe before we leave speaking of Ron Simmons? Have you seen on Twitter? I can't, I think it's WCW deep cuts or prime cuts or somebody, but they show a video of ice train power slamming Rick's or Ron Simmons. And you can see the look on Simmons face. Before he's even on the ground, he's upset and and fucking pissed about this power slam. The look on his face is priceless.
0: I have not, but I will have to. Uh...
1: You're like, oh, he's going to kill this man in the locker room. But he's just like, he already looks pissed and he's not even on the ground yet. It's I worth, have not yet. but It's worth fighting.
0: Oh, nope. That's Mr. Hughes.
1: I'll see Pour if I can find it. Smooth. Pour in my smooth.
0: But no, uh, I, I'll have to see if I can find it because that looks that sounds awesome and sounds about right, you know.
1: Yeah, damn. Anyway. Oh, yeah, I'm looking forward to watching that again. I have seen that, but it's been years.
0: Okay. Yeah, all the videos, all these like ones I'm like someone's putting on like coming across Twitter, I'm like, I kinda wanna see that match. I kinda wanna see that, you know. So well, you can follow that homework as as and go to that YouTube and look that match up and you can follow along with us as uh, next week we're talking about Doom versus Vader and Bam Bam. But you can go to first first com. That's right, com, Where you can find all the things we do for you. You can also find POW tickets. We have a link to go get the POW uh, tickets. Go, again, get tickets for that and Base Brawl. Go to the Eugene Emerald's website. Get tickets now. You don't want to miss out. What, what's what's wrong with a, a good old game of baseball and wrestling after? Nothing. That's what. I know we'll be there. But you can also find all of us all on the social medias, on the Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, uh, no so Entertainment or no so E N T. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to your podcasts.